Blog Talk Radio. You know, happiness is a dimension of our own nature. Happiness, from a spiritual point of view, is not based on conditions or circumstances. Innately, we're happy beings. We're spiritual beings. So that means that happiness and joy are already built within. And as we're growing spiritually, we are removing filters from seeing or feeling the happiness that's already there. When we're somewhat blocked, Happiness is conditioned. We say, well, I got a new car, therefore I'm happy. Or this person didn't call me back, therefore I'm unhappy. And so it's conditioned-based. But as we mature spiritually, and we begin to touch into our real nature and being, we notice that we're happy, regardless of what's going on. Something bad happens, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. Uh, Someone doesn't call us back, some plan doesn't work out, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. So that's a sign of spiritual maturity. So can we define happiness as the way to transform every emotion and transform it in, to feel something right? Yes. You, you can uh, basically, you, you discover your happiness when you're able to see that in every circumstance there is possibility, there's potential, and there's an energy behind it pushing you to a greater expression of, of, of who and what you really are. People become frustrated and unhappy if they feel there's no way out, if they feel that every road is blocked. But in reality, with a capital R, there's no such world. No world like that exists. We're surrounded by infinite possibilities. And so with a shift of perception and attitude, you begin to see those possibilities. And those possibilities uh, invite us uh, to activate potential within us. Uh, The gifts and talents within us that are latent, the possibilities invite us to activate, to discover and activate those those possibilities. So again, then happiness would be us uh, becoming more ourselves. That'd be a very blissful state, you see. So it doesn't deny that bad things happen in the world. It doesn't deny that people die. People die on us. You know, people leave jobs change. It doesn't deny that. But when we come to an understanding that even with all the changes that are going on in the phenomenal world, there's still something about us that's permanent. There's something about us that's forever. And that part of us that's forever is spiritual, which means it never, it never began and it will never end. And as we become more and more identified with that, identified not just in, with a belief system, but identified that with some kind of spiritual practice, some kind of focus, some kind of intention, then our life takes on a whole different, a whole different vibration. How we can overcome the fear of rejection? Rejection is paying too much attention. The fear of rejection is paying too much attention to what other people are thinking about you and other, what other people are thinking about what you're thinking about. And people live in that kind of a bubble. I wonder if that person likes me. I wonder if this person appreciates me. And those are, uh, that's the wrong mode of being in the world. You have to think about what the universe thinks about you. And the universe thinks you're important. The, the, whatever name you want to use, you can say the universe, you can say the cosmos, you can say God, whatever. What, what, is, what does the universe think of you? 
And because you were created, you have meaning, you are important, you're worthy, you're worthwhile, because you weren't made accidentally. You weren't just accidentally made. Uh, nature didn't just come together and accidentally make you. You know, uh, there was a perfect idea behind you with c complete potential and possibility uh, to be activated. So you have to begin to think about, we all have to begin to think about, how does the universe think about me? Not how does that person over there think about me? Not how those group of people over there think about me. That's a waste of my time. Then I start to people please. I start to do things to make them like me, and, and, which may take away from my mission, may take away from my authenticity. It may take away from my, my powers, because I'm thinking about what they're thinking about. And they're thinking about what I'm thinking about. Everybody's thinking about what other people are thinking about what they're thinking about. <laughs> no. And what difference do you, do you see between pay attention to others yes. and learn from feedback of others? Yeah. yeah, you can learn from feedback from others. I'm not overly concerned about what others are thinking about me because I'm, I'm living my passion and my purpose and my intention. And then life gives me feedback. If, if I'm being stubborn in some area, then, then, then there'll be some feedback from either life itself or from people. If, if I'm being arrogant, you'll get the feedback. If you're being wishy-washy, you get the feedback. So you learn how to pay attention. And, you know, as, you, as you mature and become more comfortable with yourself, you're able to take criticism. And what happens is uh, you start paying, uh, you start seeing, what, what, what they're called the two imposters, criticism and praise. There are people that praise you and people that criticize you. But after a while, you don't really care about either one of them. They're called imposters. And so if somebody's criticizing you and saying, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, you know, shut up, whatever, <laughs> you, 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 you don't care. It's like, thank you for your feedback, <laughs> you know. And if somebody says, oh, you're the greatest, you're the greatest, you, 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 you're the best, you say, thank you, for your, thank you for your feedback. You start treating both the same because you're not trying to get something from the people. You're giving a gift to the people. You're getting your information and your energy directly from the life force, you see. You're getting fed by life. Life is giving you information, and you're sharing it. And if people don't want it, and they say, ah, it's a bunch of baloney, thank you. I won't give it to you, you know. And if somebody says, I want it, thank you. Here it is. But after a while, praise and criticism, you don't really care because you're... you're you're becoming so in tune inside of yourself. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if you are a mathematician and you know that 10 plus 10 is 20. You know it. It's not an opinion. You know it. And you stand in front of a group and you start to do your math and somebody says, I don't believe that. What are you going to do? You're going to say, okay, thank you. You know, you know 10 plus 10 is 20. You say, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Good example. They're giving you feedback where you need to grow. Because when you get out here as a public figure, People talk about you. If you do really good, they talk about you more. If you do really, really good, they talk about you really, really more. It, it yeah. goes with scale. And then you learn this. Um, mediocrity attacks excellence all the time. And so if you're seeking to live a, an excellent life, those who are, have agreement with mediocrity, they attack you because you're making them uncomfortable. They want to stay small, so they attack people who are trying to do big things. Let's talk about the law of attraction. According to you, how we can use the law of attraction? Well, the, the basic, first start with the basics. The basic law is 
what you chronically think about is what you bring about in your experience. A thought is a unit of mental energy. Energy can never be created or destroyed. Energy just keeps changing itself into higher or lower expressions. So if you're constantly thinking negative, you know, uh, life is hard and, and then you die. There's not enough good jobs around. Uh, there's no... Decrease crisis. Yeah, there's, everything is working. Then you, your, your body temple gets that message. The cells of your, of your body begin to hear that. It starts to produce, produce toxic chemicals. Your immune system starts to become unhinged, starts to be, be impaired. Your thinking starts to go down because of the toxic chemicals. And you start to bring about what you're thinking about. You become sick, uh, not as much energy, so therefore your opportunities are depleted. Uh, your energy is down, critical thinking goes down. And then you start to bring about that negativity that you're describing. But you'd be changed around and you begin to say, you know, I'm surrounded uh, by opportunities. Life is good. Everything is working together for my good. I, 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 I'm surrounded by infinite opportunities. Uh, prosperity is right here. And then what happens, when you start to say that, your mood is lifted, tonic chemicals and endorphins start to go through the body, starts to amplify your immune system, your thinking becomes more clearer, you start to see life differently, opportunities, you start to see opportunities that you couldn't see before, possibilities open up that you didn't even know about because your attitude has changed, and what looks like the law of attraction is simply you lifting your vibration so that you can see the potential that's here. And then we call it the law of attraction, but what it really is, I call it the law, of, the law of radiation, the law of emergence. Because what you're doing is allowing that which is within you to come out and, and to radiate and to emerge and to express. And then in the physical form, good things happen. And it looks like it's a, you're attracting it, but what's really happening is you're radiating it. And what you're radiating is becoming visible. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Ever told on a brother? No. Ever squeeze the trigger? Yep. Ever set a brother up? No. Ever helped a brother out when he was down on the side? Yep. You a sap? No. You a boss player? You a Mac? Yeah. Let me hold a couple dollars. No. Y'all still be popping y'all collars? Yeah. Knock reels on the straight. No. Paint wetter than the lake. Yeah. Kudo in my blood. No. Number third. Yeah. You a loser? No. Winner? Yeah. Starving? No. Dinner? Yeah. You still sell dope? No. Now you clean it in the bar done so? Yeah. Got a little Gouda? No. Got a thump, I got a ruger? Yeah. You in love with the house? No. She bringing you the dough? Yeah. You gon' cry if she leave? No. You gon' fly overseas? Yeah. Everybody got choice. I choose to get money, I'm stuck to this bread. Everybody got choice. These bitches and I'm all in their head. Everybody got choice. Keep it one thousand, I done liked it, I chow. Everybody got choice. These bitches be hating, I already know, but I never go broke. No, no, no. I'm stuck getting money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ain't got to sell my soul. Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you broke, you ain't like me. No, no, no. I'ma stay getting money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give a fuck 
Yes, yes, yes. Don't tell people what they what you know. Right. Keep them poor. The moment I pay you, you think like an employee. The moment you accept the paycheck, your brain goes dead. That's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. As long as you're hungry, you'll think. The school system was designed to teach you to be an employee or a doctor or a lawyer, a specialist, but never about money. The poor will always be amongst us because it starts up here. It's, it's in their words, you know, and the words become flesh. But when they say, I can't afford it or I can't do that, they go down. They become what they say. And I meet so many people, I don't, I can't afford it, you think I made of money? My PhD dad, he says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it, I can't do that, I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape, you know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't go to the gym. You know, when you could go to the gym. No, I can't. 
truth is, I'm just too lazy to go to the gym. And your rich dad used to say what instead of, I can't afford it? How can I afford it? How can I do that? A question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. So when you say, I can't afford it, your mind shuts down. And you become what you say. People right now who are sitting at home <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing. It was probably taught to you. You know, your superego was taught, get a job, work hard, or you'll, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families. And until you change your mindset, Correct. money won't help you, right? Correct. And we see that with people that win the lottery, people that make more money, they still have the same problem. Right. Because they have that poor man's soul. Correct. If you're poor, you'll always be poor. That's really hard for people to understand. Yeah, the money will disappear that fast. Just like most pro athletes, you know, they make millions of dollars and what, 65% are bankrupt five years later? It's because they come from poor families. But unfortunately, what Mr. Lipton was saying, it's passed down genetically. That's the frightening thing. If you don't want to learn it, I can't help you. You know, I have bad luck too. I've, I've had financial crashes. I've had people stab me in the back. But they're all good because I grow from it. That's spirituality. You know, people who are afraid of making mistakes like they teach in school, they don't ever grow. Because spirituality is there's good and there's bad. There's right and there's wrong. There's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right. They only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that. That's not reality. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. They haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. But the average guy is standing there, oh, I'm an A student. I'm, gonna, I'm going to do this all on myself. And a, and a bunch of rugby players run you over. And you go, well, they're not playing fair. And what, you're not, you're playing stupid. You should have a team. You should have accountants, attorneys, and bankers, and all that stuff. But that's not the game I want to play. I said, then don't play the game. You know, the, the game of business is played with accountants, attorneys, bankers, hate to say it, politicians. You know, you got to know the game. You know, people say, well, money is not that important to me. Then if money is not that important to you, money is not important to you. I mean, the, you know what I mean? I don't care about money. The money doesn't care about you. You know, it, the word does become flesh. Or I'll never be rich. Or the favorite one is the rich are greedy. It's the poor that are greedy. You know, if you think about it, because to be rich, you have to give something. You know, you have to, I, I have to produce books and games, and I, I purchase real estate, I provide housing, provide jobs and all that. That's why I'm rich. But greedy people produce nothing. You know, Einstein said, you know, imagination is more important than knowledge, but knowledge empowers imagination. And what most people lack is real business knowledge, like accounting, you know, like debt, like taxes. You gotta know that stuff, but they don't teach it in school to anybody. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects 
they, don't, they themselves don't practice because I understand what a fake teacher is. A fake teacher is somebody who just wants a job and they'll teach anything. You know, they teach how to shine shoes and get paid on more money. But they really don't know what they're teaching. In life, one of the things I suggest to people, you gotta find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. And a real teacher is doing what they teach every day. Our school systems are making our students weaker. So in school, they have these things called now trigger effects. So you can't, as a teacher, you can't say anything that might upset the student. They don't want anything that might jar their point of view. You see, people say, well, why don't you give the poor money? The only problem with that is it just creates more poor people. Give a man know. a fish, he fishes for the day, or eats for the day. Yeah, you give a man a fish, you get a lot of people who want more fish, you know. But you teach them to fish. We become creatures of our own habits. And until we break the habit, we don't change. Our schools don't teach that. Our schools teach almost the exact opposite of that. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. They haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system's actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. So what I say to young people is you, you find your game. So my game financially is business, number one. Second is real estate. And that's why I pay no taxes. That's why Trump pays no taxes. Legally, it's a combination of business and real estate that gives us an unfair advantage over employees because they don't know what to do. And a lot of people would rather sit in the stands than be in the game. One of the greatest ways to acquire great wealth is playing Monopoly in real life. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. But is that all there is? That's it. Robert, if I could give you uh, some kind of a magic phone and you could make a call to the the 20-year-old Robert Kiyosaki and give that young man a bit of advice. What would you tell him? I would just say keep going. Just do what you have to do. Just you know, live it to the fullest. Which I did. Nothing I ever did made sense. Now, could you imagine quitting a $120,000 a year job for $200 a month to go fight in Vietnam and almost die? It, it didn't make sense, but it was the best decision I made at that time. And I think what most people do is they let their parents or their friends talk them out of life. So afraid of failing. But failing is how we succeed. You look at the you guys look at guys like Edison and all that. They failed like ten thousand no thousand fourteen times before he invented the light bulb. You know, our schools punish you for making mistakes. That's why we have so many people who are so afraid of admitting they make mistakes or afraid of failing.
Uh, back at it again. Yeah. yeah, I told my niggas quit playing, let's run up the end. Hey, bro. Uh, yeah, I hop in some fast through the dash, I'm gone with the wind. Uh, yeah, I'm rolling up blunts back to back in the big bang back beans. Uh, uh, yeah, this money got me in the trends, I'm going in. Pocket full of bitch of men, everybody watching him, he balling again. Damn, God broke the rim, better put that shit on film. Bitch, I got skills, young nigga flexing on gym. Don't give a fuck how you feel, you know what it is. Uh, uh, yeah, everybody cut so cut. Everybody on go mode. Whole gang on go go. Got aim like Rumbo. Yeah, big cave they jumbo. Uh, them things hold hunchos. Yeah, back at it again. Uh, my new bitch is 10 and she ain't got no friends. But she pop a little pills. And I crack all these pills so I cannot trip. Uh, codeine what I sip. Yeah, ain't shit change, still keep that thing right here up on my hip. Yeah, I just be the case I got caught round round with them things in my whip. Yeah, uh, nigga, I was sticked up. Yeah, plenty sticks. Yeah, uh, they legit, but, uh, you know how to act when they see us. Damn. Uh, yeah, fuck 12, uh, yeah, fuck jail Hold it down, never tell If you can, make that bail Pocket swell, goddamn I been getting it, can't you tell Hell yeah, I'm a player Still ain't built to him a layer Yeah, bitch, I'm from South Memphis All we know is drugs and killing I forgot to mention pimping Thank God I came out some trenches Yeah, it's one hell of a feeling When you turn pennies to millions Uh Back at it again. Yeah, I told my niggas quit playing, let's run up the end. Yeah, I hop in some fast through the dash, I'm gone with the winds. Uh, yeah, I'm rolling up blow back to back in the big bang back green. Uh, in the back, or the Maybach. Uh, back at it again. Yeah, I told my niggas quit playing, let's run up the end. Uh, yeah, I hop in some fast through the dash, I'm gone with the wind. Uh, yeah, I'm rolling up blow back to back in the big bang back green. I want to share with you how to reach your goals. I think the Bible's greatest motivational book ever been written. Now I want you to repeat after me, please. We got to recondition our minds first. Let us say together, good things are supposed to happen to me. Yeah, write that down. I want you to say that to yourself every day. See, we live in a world where we believe that bad things are supposed to happen to us. I remember at a point in my life, Bishop, when things are going good for me, and I said, this is too good to be true. Something is bound to happen. Guess what? It did. Thou shalt decree a thing that shall be established unto you and shall accomplish that whereunto it has been sent. Watch your words. Watch what you say about yourself, about your affairs. Be conscious of that on a daily basis. Why? Because your words are powerful. In the beginning was the word. Life and death is in the tongue. Watch what you say. Never say I'm broke. Say I'm overcoming a cash flow problem. Claim what you want, not what you don't want. So affirm, good things are supposed to happen to me. And begin to believe that. Begin to expect that. Now, I was talking to my oldest son, Calvin. We were going for a walk. 
And I said, Calvin, do you want to be successful? He said, yes, sir, Dad. So okay. We kept on walking. Then I stopped and I looked him in the eyes. This is my namesake, my junior. I said, Calvin, we're looking at each other eye to eye now. Do you expect to be successful? Given the fact that you are a single parent of two kids, given the fact that you decided not to go to college to further your education, given the fact that you are very talented, but you're behind on your dreams and your bills, do you expect, based upon your performance, based upon what you produce at this point in time in your life, do you expect to be successful? And Calvin got quiet. Because see, if you ask most people at the Manpower Conference, do you want to be successful? Do you want to live a life of productivity? Do you want to live a life of contribution? Do you want to be a better father? Do you want to have your own business? Are there dreams you want? Everybody will say yes. But see, want shows up in conversation. Expectation shows up in behavior. See, I can tell what you expect by what you do. That's why the Bible says, judge a tree by the fruit it bears. Not the fruit that it wants. Not the fruit that it talks about. Not the fruit that it claims. But by what you are doing. See, what you do when you leave here. When the music stops. When the shouting dies down. Your behavior. How you conduct yourself. Writing your goals down. Deciding to enroll in school to get a GED. Deciding to sit into class with children young enough to be your grandchildren. Decide to find some product, some idea, some service that you can provide so that you can begin to create some value for yourself so you can create wealth. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. It's very important that we begin to learn how to create wealth. I'm not talking about loving money. See, I believe that lack of money is the root of all evil. People are steal for money. People are killed for money. People go to jail for money. Every time the unemployment goes up, in those areas where the unemployment is high, that's where you have the highest incidence of crime and violence. Whenever the unemployment goes up 1% in our community, 10,000 children and women are battered. One money makes a difference in your life. I never wanted to be rich. All I've ever wanted to do was to be comfortable. How many of you ever wanted to be comfortable? Raise your hand. Then I realized in order to be comfortable, you gotta be rich. An old friend of mine, Dick Dickens, say, people say money won't make you happy, but everybody want to find out for themselves. <laughs> Rita Davenport say money ain't important, but it's right up there with oxygen. And let me tell you something, fellas, even if you're as homeless as I am, if you got some money, women will find something cute on you. <laughs> He got in those like Denzel, honey. <laughs> Money makes a difference. I used to be so broke when creditors would call the house, my children would answer the phone and say, my daddy say he ain't home. <laughs> I was so broke at one time in my life, I walked by a bank and tripped the alarm. <laughs> I tell you, poverty sucks. You hear me? <laughs> Repeat after me, please. I'll never be broke again. 
Yes, write that down. I affirm that I'll never be broke again. Never. Never will I ever be broke again. Let me tell you what money does. Number one, it gives you control over your life. Write that down. Number two, it gives you options. Three, it allows you to live a life of contribution, to contribute to things that you feel strongly about. Like this ministry and the work of Project 2000 will be doing to change the lives of young people. Bishop Jake's vision is if we can have little league football teams and baseball teams and basketball teams, then we can have little league dermatologists and cardiologists and endocrinologists. So he is now establishing an institution, Project 2000, to give our young people the methods and the techniques to reinvent themselves as we go into the next millennium. And this era that Peter Drucker calls the era of the three C's, accelerated change, overwhelming complexity, and tremendous competition. So here's the first step to accumulating wealth. If you expect to do it, write this down. You must be willing to do the things today others won't do. In order to have the things tomorrow others won't have. That's why the book of life said the road to life is straight and narrow and few there be that find it. Because few there be that are willing to do the things today others won't do. In order to have the things tomorrow others won't have. What are the things that others won't do? Number one, make discipline a major force in your life. How many of you know if you'd have been more disciplined you'd be further along to reach your goals right now? Socrates said the undisciplined life is an insane life. The road to life is straight and narrow because few there be that are willing to discipline themselves. Here's something else that most people won't do. Make it okay to fail. A lot of people, 85% of people allow their fear of failure to outweigh their desire to succeed. Repeat after me please. Anything that's worth doing is worth doing badly. Yeah, see anything is worth doing is worth doing right as we have been taught if you know how to do it. But if you don't know how to do it, is worth doing badly until you get it right. Now write this down. You don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to be great. The first time I stood up to speak, I stood up and my mind sat down. I looked at the audience and I panicked. I had to introduce a play at school. Oh. We're about, we're about to start a, <sighs> ran off Mr. Washington, Mr. Brown, where are you going? Uh, Mr. Washington, I, I can't think, sir, I, 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 I don't know, did you rehearse? Yes, sir, I did. Well, what's wrong? Why did you say your lies? I, 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 don't, I don't know, sir. I just, I got up there and I looked at him and everything left me. Let me do it another day, please, sir. No, go back out there, Mr. Brown. Mr. Washington, I'll mess up, please, sir. Don't, 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 don't send me out there now. I'll mess up. Mr. Brown, if you run now, you will always be running. Anything that's worth doing, is worth doing badly until you get it right. Why are you moving like that? I got to go to the bathroom, sir. Mr. Brown, go back out there. Yes, sir. 
grandpa. I started a plea called 12 Angry Men, directed by Mr. Leroy Washington. And I ran off. The next day, hey, Alfalfa! Hey, Les Brown, how are you? They dogged me out. They talked about me so bad. The next time another event came up, Mr. Washington, Mr. Brown, you're up. I said, no, Mr. Washington. Everybody says, no, not him. I said, they're right, Mr. Washington, not me. He said, Mr. Brown, you're up. Yes, sir. And I went out, and pretty soon, when people laughed at me and didn't bother me, they would throw paper, and I could catch it without losing my concentration. And then one day, I came out. And a hush went across the audience because it must have been something about me that indicated that I had come to myself. And Mr. Washington had been practicing with me to give a presentation. And I looked at the audience and I said, I choose not to be a common man. It's my right to be uncommon if I can. I seek opportunity, not security. I do not wish to be a kept citizen, humbled and dull by having the state look after me. I want to take the calculated risk to dream and to build, to fail and to succeed. I refuse to live from hand to mouth. I prefer the challenges of life to the guaranteed existence, the thrill of fulfillment to the stale calm of utopia. I will never cower before any master, nor bend to any threat. It's my heritage to stand erect, proud and unafraid, to face the world boldly and say, this I have done. Girl stood up and said, that's my boyfriend, honey. I like me some less brown, baby. <laughs> but I didn't start off like that. You have something special. You have talents and abilities in you that you don't even know. So how do we begin to create wealth? Let me give you some, some ideas. Number one, write this down, knowledge. What knowledge that you have in this economy, part of what we need, that people are willing to pay you for that. Next is talent. What talent? Dion's talent is playing football. I didn't have that as a talent. My talent is talking. To me, my definition of success is doing what you love to do and find somebody to pay you to do it. You want to master your talent. Find out what it is that you love to do. I love to talk. Scripture is another key that says to us what we need to do to begin to develop ourselves. Luke 12, 34, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So what do you love to do? And then explore ways in which you can earn a living doing that. Cooking, writing, painting, working with numbers, working with people. The other thing is, not only must you have knowledge, talent, some skill, but the other thing that's important, faith to act on whatever your dream is. See, if you don't believe in yourself, how many people you know that have a lot of talent, a lot of abilities, but they don't believe in themselves? Raise your hands. See, that faith is very important. So the faith to act on those dreams, those desires, Here's scripture that I, that I like very much. Proverbs 16, 16th chapter, third verse. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Commit means to carry into action deliberately. Commit means to make it happen no matter what. Commitment is the difference between next time you have bacon and eggs. 
The chicken was involved. The pig was committed. He had to give it all up. That's going to take a minute to sink in. No, all right? See, when you make a commitment, I'm going to become wealthy. When you make it important, when you decide I'm going to do it no matter what, life changes for you. See, most people don't keep their commitments to their commitments. That's why they lead lives of poverty, lives of misery, lives of unhappiness. Socrates said the uncommitted life isn't worth living. So part of what you must do, whatever commitment, whatever covenant you make with God while you're here, to go back to be a better father, to go back to make a difference in the community, to go back to change your life, to decide not to ever use drugs or alcohol again, to decide to bet that you're going to begin to recreate yourself, that you're going to be reborn to a new state of consciousness. Whatever commitment that you make, keep your commitment to your commitment. No matter what, if it's hard, then do it hard. But keep your commitment to your commitment. Whatever else happens, I ain't never forget, forget, forget. Niggas ain't talking about much. I'd rather bump Willie Hutch or the music in church than a sack religious and blasphemous. I got loyal goons, they don't ask for much. And they don't rap. They'll wrap you up. Yeah. Trash bag for the shells. Trash bag, have a bear. Got plays, got bites, got sales with my scale. What the hell really going on? Not shit. Still going in on my songs, blowing on this oak so strong all along. But your hoe all on my mobile phone. I tried to tell her to get off my line. Quit out of line. Thought I was ballin' when I first bought a nine. Used to think the time with money till they gave my homeboys out of time. Young niggas not giving a fuck about nothing. I mean nothing. Shooting and hustling. I'm hot dog, so the coop is mustard. But I don't relish this shit. What the hell is a brick? But a lick to a nigga that ain't never had shit. Or a figment of a rap nigga's embellishment. I'm intelligent from the head I get. She say she sell a bit. I, I probably sell that bitch. I had a girlfriend, but I dumped her. I be high as hell. I hope she take me back. You ever lost somebody? I mean, really, really wish you could talk to somebody. But they was gone before you thought about it. I mean, really wish you could talk to somebody, but they was gone before you thought about it. Not brainstorming, but my thoughts cloud. It is a scatter showers. Sad as fuck at the happy house. Wishing I could laugh about it. Uh, we used to hit the lab and rap for hours. Now I'm giving his mama and daddy flowers. My only thoughts is getting at them cows. Kill my little nigga and probably bragging about it. Retribution, do you got a better solution? They taught us to tote guns, really they bred us to shoot. All we cared about was getting fresh and hoping. Same neighborhood that getting executed. Same little niggas you sneak in the movies. I'm pretty sure gunfire killed more dreams than excuses. One by one losing everyone that believed in my movement. All I got is my weed and my music. But this is cop keeping it moving. Yeah, this is cop keeping it moving. You ever lost somebody? I mean, really, really wish you could. 
talk to somebody But they was gone before you thought about it I mean, really wish you could talk to somebody But they was gone before you thought about it Not brainstorming, but my thoughts cloud Yeah, these just got the showers Sad as fuck, got the happy hour You think you got what you have, right? But not for long Things are changing You have a constitutional oath to uphold the Constitution, ma'am. You, you misunderstand the procedure. I will uh, attempt objection. to explain it to you. Objection. The documents that you want are not documents that are in the court's file at this point in time. Objection, I don't know ma'am. if they would ever be in the court's file at this point in time. If your not, position that's is that's not my problem, ma'am. If you, absolutely, it's your problem. But it, no, that's if not your not position my is that you want them from the prosecutor and you have requested them from the prosecutor, That's right. and the prosecutor has failed to give them to you, That's right. you can make the appropriate application to the court, and you can say to the court, I've asked for them, I'm entitled to them, I haven't gotten them, order them to give it to me. I've already I have filed no a notarized affidavit of fact in reference to return of property weeks ago. A notarized affidavit. So if you're telling me you don't have to acknowledge Acknowledged affidavits. All right, that's what your statement is. However, bottom line is this court has failed to prove jurisdiction and has avoided the uh, issue of jurisdiction at all costs. And you don't. Nobody in here has the status. All right, nobody has proven status, and nobody in here has the authority to proceed. Now, the last hearing we discussed, you stated that you this matter, this matter. You stated, ma'am, for the record, you stated that this matter was relative to jurisdiction, not Mr. Keesler's position here and not anything else. You stated that you were giving the prosecution a chance to prove jurisdiction. And he's not even the assigned prosecutor to the case, but obviously he's remaining silent and he has nothing to state. So I move that this case be dismissed. When there is an appropriate application before this court, to address the issue of discovery violations, jurisdiction, or anything else, the court will act. Filing a notarized or not notarized affidavit is not an appropriate way to bring a matter before the attention of the court. What you must file is a notice of motion that sets forth the relief that you want, and it needs to be supported with a certification, an affidavit, whatever it is. Can you repeat that, ma'am? Notice of motion. This is that, exactly that, what I told Cheyenne Matoda Kushamir L. Uh, for the record, ma'am, which, uh, which rule, authority, courtroom rule, uh, statute are you using it's in the to, court rules. I do to not address recall, that matter? It is in the court rules. I do not recall, and I'm not going to look up for you, the exact court rule. But the core rules set out the procedure that you must follow. 
objection, ma'am. I'm, I'm not a part of your society. I'm not subject to your courtroom rules, and you have not proven jurisdiction. And now, I will never address the issue of jurisdiction until and unless the appropriate application is made before the court, because filing either an affidavit that's notarized or an affidavit that's not notarized does not bring it before the attention of this court. Objection. There is no discretion to ignore the lack of jurisdiction. Swiss versus United States. Jurisdiction is fundamental, and the judgment rendered by a court that does not have jurisdiction in here is void ab initio. And that is uh, application of Y300P.132 versus Cadia. Once jurisdiction is challenged, the court cannot proceed when it clearly appears the court lacks jurisdiction. The court has no authority to reach merits. But rather should dismiss the action, Malo versus United States 505F2D. When jurisdiction is challenged, the party invoked jurisdiction has the burden of establishing Basel versus U.S. power like, like company. Courts enforcing their statutes do not act judicially but merely ministerially. Thus, no judicial immunity and unlike courts of law do not attain jurisdiction by service of process, nor even arrest, and compelled appearance. I'm here by way of threat and restoration. I'm going to make that clear for the record every time I have to appear here, if I have to appear here. The only reason I'm appearing here is by way of your threat and restoration or your company's threat and restoration. You can read me. Let me interrupt you, please. You can okay. read me this until the cows come home. You can read it ad nauseum and ad infinitum. It doesn't change the fact that until the issue is brought appropriately before this court, no ruling with regard to jurisdiction is ever going to be made. Now, let me ask you this question, though. In the other matter, oh, first of all, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. Um, in, in the other, let me get the correct number out here because we now have two numbers. In the case with indictment number 08-04-0441, which is the one in which... Cheyenne M. Cushamirel is also involved. I have severed those matters. So they will be on completely separate tracks. But uh, he told me that he had filed a notice of removal to the federal court. And my question to you is, have you filed a notice of removal to federal court with regard to any of these matters? Yes, ma'am. Notice of removal all has of been filed all of them? regarding all, all the matters. Three, the three matters? Yes, the three okay. matters that uh, you uh, Can I ask you, please, you tell me, when did you file this? They were filed last night. FedEx. To By the way, federal FedEx, court? To the federal court. Right. Yes. Uh, well, as I am sure you are aware, if the court accepts them, then we will simply transfer them to the federal court. We won't deal with them anymore. Okay. Well, I'm still sure you're aware of the matter that you've not proven jurisdiction in either of the hearings and that you've avoided addressing the issue of jurisdiction. And I will continue to not address the issue of jurisdiction until the appropriate motion is filed with the court and the court has the ability to address it and make a determination with regard to it. And, and Judge, if I could just for a moment, that, that's the issue at hand. As currently stands, we are representing... Objection. <laughs> You're not representing me. Therefore, it would be our responsibility to file that motion. Given the fact that you will not cooperate with our office, it's impossible for us to do that. Objection. We really need to well, reach the issue. I do. I, I, I want to get back to what Mr. Uh, I do want to get back to what Amir 
KCL said. Now, we addressed the issue to some extent with regard to the indictments. I have here for you, and the record will reflect, that I am giving you a copy of the indictment that has 08-07-0727 and also 08-04-0441. Objection. Uh, just for the record, the Office of Public Defense is not representing me. We don't have any power of attorney for me, and uh, I'm not part of your society, so you cannot represent me, and we do not share nationalities. Okay, now, for the record, Mr. Uh, I need the nationality of every agent in here, and I need the name and the information because I'm suing everybody. Mr. Kramer. Everybody. So I need everybody's names and your position, Excuse starting with you, Excuse sir. Me. Who is calling out from the audience? I was, ma'am. No, you were not. Um, Who was, no, do not hand anything over. Nothing. In the audience, please do not call out while court is in session or the officer will ask you to leave. Designed to be a perfect human world where none suffered, where everyone would be happy. It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some believed that we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world, but I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. The perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from. Which is why the Matrix was redesigned to this, the peak of your civilization. And I say your civilization because as soon as we started thinking for you, it really became our civilization, which is, of course, what this is all about. Evolution, Morpheus. Evolution, like the dinosaur. Look out that window. You had your time. The future is our world, Morpheus. The future is our time. I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here. It came to me when I tried to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. The human beings are a disease, a cancer of this planet. You are a plague, and we are the cure. Can you hear me, Morpheus? 
I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this place, this zoo, this prison, this reality, whatever you want to call it. I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it. I can taste your stink. Every time I do, I fear that I have somehow been infected by it. It's repulsive, isn't it? I must get out of here. I must get free. And in this mind is the key. My key. There are people that's awake, and there's people asleep. Mm-hmm. Now, most people on this planet are asleep. So, let's break it to the least common anomaly. Let's say the black community. Mm-hmm. We, it used to they say 5%. <laughs> you know, it's like old point something now. That's right. You see, that's asleep. So you're going to be lonely because the simple fact that people are asleep. Now, how is this? You have a chakra system in your body. And these are nine wheels of consciousness. Most, uh, excuse me, seven wheels of consciousness. There's like 160 chakras, but seven major chakras, just like there's seven African powers. Now, what has happened here to give you a scientific element of what's going on so you can clear this up so you don't have to go and be trying to holler at somebody and they laugh at you and they don't want to hear that shit. Because your family will beat you down and niggas in the street will beat you down. You're going to try to give them a message. Now, had you around here crazy. Now, the chakra system, the lowest chakra is your sacral vertebrae. That's your root chakra. And that's where the majority of the people's um, consciousness is, on the root chakra. So the only thing that they can get down with is desires. What feels good, what tastes good, what smells good, what looks good, what sounds good. Yes. You see, the, Lord the basic sen- uh, senses, you see, on that particular level, they are called the automatons, which means automation. Okay. They moving, but they ain't, they're brain dead. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't even get into this particular consciousness that you can partake to understand what things is until you're radiating from the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. You see, the heart chakra. That's why the Egyptian, the heart, the scarab, the heart scarab was the most important. Even when you died, they'd throw the brain away. But it was the heart that they preserved. Because that's another, that's where your true self is. But, you got to radiate from the heart chakra and then you elevate on into the pineal gland. But, most people's consciousness is in the root chakra. On the five senses, the animal level. And they can look pretty, they can have a PhD with a degree. They tell you it's only a degree of information. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a degree of information, it has nothing to do with a person's behavior. Mm. Whether they're conscious or not. You see, it has nothing to do 
with what a person wears. It has something to do is where they incarnated down here on a certain level and they are radiating above the root shock. And I guarantee you this right now. Even if some of you all just coming into consciousness the last couple of weeks or the last year, I guarantee you, you always felt special since you was a baby. Now, I've been asking that question in my lectures around the country for, 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 for 16 years. And I ask everybody, how many of you all always thought that you were special? And the whole room always raised their hand. You didn't know what it was. You see what I'm saying? But you thought it was special. And you always had a thirst for something that you didn't know what it was. And it was this knowledge. Let me give you an example. When I was, on, when I was in college, I was standing up one time. I had finished school. And I was standing um, on the college campus with one of the coaches. We got to be good friends. One of the basketball coaches, Coach Holmes. He said, well, how do you, how do you feel, man? You, you've educ- you educated yourself. I said, man, I don't feel shit. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. I said, I told him, I said, I thought when I came here to this university that when I left, I was going to have some kind of knowledge. I didn't know what the knowledge was. All I know is what I went, I went through for four years. I didn't have shit. I, I, I knew I felt empty. Now, it was, it was, you know, it was a couple of years later that what I was missing, I realized, was knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, I, I, but, but I knew something was wrong. You see, and that's what it is. You, you always thought that, you was, you, you, that, that something was missing. And that's why, is that because you were, you, you were gravitating above the root shock? DipsetUSA.com. Yes. You go to booking at DipsetUSA.com yes. and make it happen if you're a promoter trying to get on. Mm-hmm. We only got about five more dates left. We got like 30 dates to go on the road. I'm very excited to go on the road with these brothers. I haven't mm-hmm. been on the road since about 96 or oh, 97. Yeah. Now, I went on a tunnel tour, but I, it was different. My mind wasn't right. My mind's right this time. New York City, you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. Jim Jones, Killer Cam, Joel Santana, Freaky Deaky. Dipset 2015. Let's yeah. work. We there, bro. I'm all about this moonlight yep. I'm all about this bread And if I get caught slipping I can end up in the pit so. Bitch better have my money. Money. money Nigga better have my money, money. Bitch better have my money, money. Nigga better have my money, money. My man, baby mom, in the morning, tell him GM. Kiss him on the forehead, take the keys to his BM. And he was going to tell you got the code to his DM. I head on the gram like hashtag free him. I'm biased. But all I got for these hoes is papaya. I done drove every car, no liar. I ain't talk to music when I say I did shit with Mariah. Nick wasn't there, nor was Matola. Sitting on the crates, gun in the stroller. I was selling coke, no joke, no cola. Just made a quarter mill off Ebola. What's up? I'm all about this moonlight. I'm all about this bread. And if I get caught slipping. End up in the fish. Huh. Bitch better have my money. Better have yeah. Nigga better have my money. He better have money. my bitch better have my money. She better have my money. Huh. Nigga better huh. have huh. my money. Huh. money. I got bitches that can chef up with ego. Huh. Dominican, he had the best with ego. 
And we just trying not to catch the Rico Remember what Mitch had heard from Rico Well niggas die every day, B I'm getting money, getting fly every day, B I pulled up on side the real AZ And I was young when they tried to kill AZ We kept it mob style like whip wop Automore styling on the wristwatch Still do holler in my flip flops Summertime hopping out the Rory with the missing top I'm all about this moonlight I'm all about this bread And if I get caught slipping I can end up in the pit Bitch better have my money My money Nigga better have my money Nigga my money Living life big, it's that more money shit So no matter what I get, I'm screaming more money, bitch More money coming in, more money spent Smelling like money, that's that more money scent AMG kit, that's that more money bands Knock, knock, open the door, I'm letting more money in She like, what's this more money shit? I'm like, them niggas that you with, I'm getting more money then Pockets full of Chuck E. Cheese I'm under the money tree And I'm just catching all the leaves She just wanna feel a breeze I just wanna on her knees Cold nigga Annie Freeze I'm all about this moonlight We've been about this motherfucking I'm all about this bread And if I get close I can end up in the fish Fuck off Bitch better have my money 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 We out here man Ain't too much change with the money, huh? Shout to Killer the Don, King Jop the Joe. Joel Santana, the prince of the city. Huh. Hey, Freaky, what's up? Iron Man himself, you heard me? <laughs> Don't get scared yet. What up, what up, what up, what up? Peace to the gods. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Joey Balance L. Bay. Welcome to the show. You're on the bottom line right here on the New Evolution Radio Network. And tonight is the 6th of October, 2019. I'd like to welcome you. If you'd like to uh, call in, you're sitting in the chat. Call the number is 347-989-0194. You can call in and get in. Make sure you press the number one if you want to holler at the host. All right, so tonight, uh, we're a little bit past the hour, so I'm going to jump right into it tonight because I don't have a whole lot of time, but I want to make sure that we actually go over this because a lot of people have been hitting me up about their personal credit and their business credit, which is really important, you know, especially if we're going to be doing commerce together, you know, in this world of commerce. So a lot of us um, are operating with, EINs that we have never used, right? I know some brothers who have had businesses for years and have never used the EIN number, right? Which to me doesn't make a lot of sense because, you know, if you you want credit for your business, that's the best way to do it. I think you do 10 times more credit for your business. So, you know, I got to thinking, I was like, you know, a lot of people have, you know, issues building credit, period. But but these issues that we have with building credit, what we don't realize is that your personal credit will affect your business credit. So everything that you do personally, right, whether you're using a personal number, like a CPN or something of that nature, or whether you're using your social, 
you don't, you know, do right by the credit, you can be affected. So, you know, I got to thinking, because this topic came up in conversation, that, you know, these credit bureaus, you know, are one of the first factors in your credit. They're one of the first lines of what you could call your defense, if you will. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, if a credit bureau, essentially, can determine, oh, we're going to put this on your credit, or we're going to take this off of your credit, then that also determines what is known as your credit worthiness. Let me just give y'all the definition here. Okay, now, according to Investopedia, credit worthiness is how a lender determines that you will default on your debt obligations or how worthy you are to receive new credit. Your credit worthiness is what creditors look at before they approve any new credit to you. So, you do realize that if you go into, let's say, Home Depot, you have a new Dunn's number. Right? No credit on it. They're going to ask you for a guarantor. Now, unless you are a authorized user, right, or you, or you have acquired some type of trade line, then essentially what happens is, is you have no credit worthiness. So you got to start from scratch. Okay? So credit worthiness, credit worthiness, is determined by several factors, including your repayment history and your credit score. Now, when you have a uh, social or, you know, let's, let's call it in the state EIN, right? Those have FICOs. So this FICO score that you have, obviously, most people want the 720. They go a little higher than that. Okay. And, you know, we won't get into the dimension of how they determine the FICO, but you have a FICO. Now, past this FICO, there's a number for the business credit, okay? Now, this business credit number that you, you know, that you essentially are going to need to acquire, right, is through your done, okay? And then you're going to have a paydex score, all right? So now you've got two different levels. Now, with this paydex score, most people... Don't understand that business credit is what rules the world, right? This is how people like Walmart and other corporations survive. They'll buy shit on credit, right? Which is, you know, not a bad idea, right? So you buy $100,000 worth of products on credit. You turn around and upsell them for 250000 in your store. And then you turn around and pay your creditor off. Maybe more. Maybe you upsell them three times the price. Because right? you're getting them for the low. People coming to Walmart anyway. Right? So think of it in terms of that. Now, Walmart, at one point in time, had to build their credit worthiness. Right? And I've shown this in this uh, business credit webinar. Y'all can go check that out. <clears throat> okay. So credit worthiness tells a creditor just how suitable you are for the loan, the credit card. Right, and the application that you're filling out. So they're basically saying, will we give this guy a loan or not? 
will we extend credit to this guy? Is he trustworthy enough, enough, excuse me, for you to be able to, you know, extend this guy 100000 200000 300000 whatever it is? What? So credit, in every sense of the word, is your ability to be able to have some buying power. Now, if you don't have personal credit, your buying power already is what? None. So your credit report outlines how much debt you carry, your high balances, your low balances, your credit limits, people who don't pull your credit, people who you're in good standing with, people who you're not in good standing with. Right? So all of these things are included in the credit report. Now, one of the things that we miss very often in these reports are these credit bureaus, right? We miss the things that they do, right? Now, if you have one of those, um, what's it called, um, credit karma, right? You have a credit karma. Obviously, your credit karma account will update you when you have issues on your credit. Now, what they're not going to tell you nine times out of ten is when they have a, a breach like they've had recently. Okay? They're not going to tell you when they pull shit off your credit and put it back on your credit. They're not going to tell you this. Okay? This is why it's important for you to do credit sweeps. Go through and clean that shit as often as possible and make sure that they're not doing these things. Okay? Now, under Investopedia, it says that your payment history plays a key role in determining your credit worthiness. Now, you know, as black people, we don't like to pay shit. And if we do pay it, we don't like to pay it on time. Paying shit on time is one of your most important assets when it comes down to this shit. When it comes down to you being able to walk in anywhere, they want to know, yo, can this guy pay shit on time? Now, even if you're dealing with a CCN number, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, what about discharge? I got no problem with discharge. If you're doing it correctly. Even under discharge, you still got to make a payment. Sorry, I'm over here eating these sour Skittles. Somebody gave me a pack of these sour Skittles. My book sour too. All right, now I'm gonna read a couple of things to y'all because this might help put some shit in perspective for y'all tonight in terms of why you should actually start taking a look at your credit report more often to help build your credit. Okay. Now, of course, there's um there's MakeMoreCredit.com. Y'all can go there. Okay. A new site that we've developed to help people in their businesses. Okay. But let me read this to you. Okay. Consumers must jump through some more hoops to get cash payout from the huge Equifax data breach settlement. To get up to a $125 payment. You hear that shit? Many people must verify that they have enrolled in a credit monitoring service by October 15th or your claim may be denied. Now, according to the FTC, which we've talked about, because if you have any of my webinars on credit, I've discussed the FTC after that, which is very important 
And it comes down to dealing with identity theft. Okay? Man, listen, protect your shit at all costs. Okay? Now, that requirement will affect people who submit a claim before August 2nd. Now, consumers who signed up will get an email with further steps that you should take to get benefits. The FTC states that those who filed after the date already are being asked to confirm that they have credit monitoring. Now, here's the catch-22. You got to realize that credit monitoring is a service to one of these bureaus that they want you to pay for. They didn't want you to pay for that shit. Okay. Now, Equifax and the settlement was announced July 22nd. And the official settlement website on EquifaxBreachSettlement.com started accepting claims on July the 25th. The deadline to file a claim is January 22nd, 2020. Okay. Now, Equifax Breach Settlement says you're not getting $125. <laughs> and here's why. The credit reporting company has agreed to pay between $575 million and $700 million to settle state and federal investigations related to massive security um, incidents that exposed the personal information of more than 147 million people. Now, I happen to believe everybody in a system was exposed, you know, and for, you know, public persona, whatever you want to call it, you know, they, they just tell you what they want to tell you, which is good for them, right, because, you know, then they can keep doing business. And have you ever seen a new credit bureau pop up in the last 30 years? Have you? Most people don't even go to Intellis. Okay. So, They've agreed to give $575 million to $700 million to several of these cases. Now, originally, consumers were told that they could receive free credit monitoring for 10 years or up. Guess how much? $125. But on July 31st, the FTC warned that payouts would be nowhere near that amount of $125. Okay. Now let me let me just point something out to y'all because in third party part two webinar, one of the things that I discussed very thoroughly was how to go in this suit. Now, my man John LeBay said all the time, all roads lead to court. That's just a fact. So if you join a class action, and let me look up this definition for you. Okay. Let's be very precise here. Now, a class action is a lawsuit which is filed or defended by an individual or a small group acting on behalf of a large group. Now, you do realize that what happens is that there is a law firm that goes on behalf of, I don't know, let's say 20 million people who sign a petition. And say y'all would be part of the class action. They allocate those funds, as they tell you, into that direction. Now, what they don't tell you is brother or sister, 
you probably should go and file your own claim. You probably should go look in the FDCPA and file your own grievances. Because guess what? That is. Under the FTC, which is telling you right now that they just recovered a hundred excuse me, five hundred and seventy five million, which I, I personally happen to think that they settled for probably about a billion dollars. Because you gotta remember they gotta pay fines too. Okay. They're a private organization. So I mean I personally just happen to think that if these people under the so called Fair Trade Commission have made it publicly aware that these people have a grievance. It's your responsibility to go into a class action by yourself. I'm in my own class. What class are you in? Okay. Now let me keep reading this to you. Okay. Now the public response to the settlement has been overwhelming because the total amount available for the alternative compensation is $31 million. See? Now, each person who takes the money option is likely to get a very small amount. The FTC, the FTC explains in frequently asked questions. The alternative to the cash option is to take a guaranteed fee, excuse me, free credit monitoring at three main bureaus. Now, let me tell you this. I made that mistake one time. Don't make that mistake. You know what that is, right? That's like... That's like taking candy from a stranger. Right? You don't know what's in that candy. Now, I want you to look at it like this. They will gladly send your ass a check. No problem. Each one of y'all on the telephone right now has a credit report that you can pull through Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, okay, and these other bureaus. Now, Equifax, which I actually happen to like as a bureau because they're pretty efficient, made a pretty big mistake, okay? Now, before I continue to read, let me give you the definition of this word. Okay. Oh, here we go. All right, now, identity theft. Definition of identity theft. Let me pull it up because I want to give y'all a proper one here. Boom, 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 boom. Here we go. Okay, the fraudulent acquisition and use of a person's private identifying information. Usually for financial gain. Now, there's a lot of those um, different aspects out there. Now, what's the difference between a motherfucking sniper and Equifax? Literally nothing. Why? Because Equifax is taking your credit, and so is a sniper. These niggas do the same shit. Now, you wouldn't let a sniper get away with it, so why would you let Equifax get away with it? I implore you to take a look at your credit reports. I implore you to do FTC affidavits. And I also implore you to put 
security searches. Um, what they call them, security uh, protections and all that shit on your, under your numbers. Do that shit. Because when shit like this happens, they can't force you and say, oh, well, you, you got to get our service, um, you know, or you can take a check, a payout check, but you got to show us that you had our service and then we'll give you a payout check. What kind of shit is that? I'm paying you to pay me to pay you? No. So the alternative to the cash option is to take the guaranteed free credit monitoring at three main bureaus. Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion For up to 10 years That's how they lock your ass in Okay Now One million dollars In identity theft insurance Is what they're going to put under your account So now they're going to bond you And put a million dollars of identity theft insurance On your ass Shit that you can do on your own now, the market value of these services is hundreds of dollars a year. Nick, you, we can, what is hundreds to these people? What is that? That's a, that's a fucking double digit number. All right, hundreds. We're talking in plural here. So let's just say hundreds of dollars is $200. All right, let's, let's say, let's say it's $800. At the most, we give them the benefit of the doubt over a 10 year period. $18,000. So, you're telling me it's going to cost them $18,000 roughly? Let's say, let's give or take. Well, let's just say roughly it's going to cost them that. You think they're going to be looking over your shit that closely? Hey, Marty, uh, we got a, um, we got a red flag on your account. No, they're not going to do that shit. They don't give a fuck. Now, let's talk about this. Okay. Following a claim. Everybody won't file a claim. Do you even know what a claim is? Well, listen to the definition of a claim. A claim is a state or an assert that something is the case, typically without providing evidence or proof. No, not that one. An assertion of truth of something, typically one that is disputed, or a demand, a request of something, considered one's due. Those are all right, give or take. Let's see what Investopedia gives us. Okay, because this is what we're talking about. We're talking about your claim, your ability to go in and make a claim. Now, I've also talked about the fact that a lot of people don't use the estate. You know, John has told you, you want a real CPN, you need an estate number. Why? Because it's directly tied to you already. Right? This is why I, I don't sell CPNs. Right? Not in the business of that. We're in the business of we will teach you how to acquire something legally. Right? You can acquire your shit legally. With no problem, right? And if somebody infringes on it, just like they're infringing on your social, guess what? You got a right to go in and make a claim. Most people never make a claim, though. Now, what happens to all of that money? All of that money that they have designated for people to be able to go in, put their hands on, 
and say, hey, I was a victim of identity theft. Okay? Now, they just told you that they're going to put a million-dollar insurance policy on your name for 10 years and make sure you good. They will make sure you good for 10 years. That's a bond. Anybody getting paid for that shit? You getting paid for that? See, an insurance claim is a formal request by a policyholder to an insurance company for coverage, right, or compensation, okay, for a loss, a covered loss, or a policy. Now, these people got a responsibility holding your private information to make sure that they have uh, what they call due diligence, right? They do shit with clean hands and good faith. The same shit that you expect of your brother. Right? We, we have to expect the same things with these companies. Right? They're corporations. What the fuck do you expect? There's a lot of greed and shit, but these people will get away with it. How many times you call Equifax and it's a nigga in, in, in uh, India to answer the phone? Hello, right? Happens all the time. They outsource shit, so they don't really care. All right? So, going back to it, this insurance claim, this policy, right, in many cases, a third party files a claim on behalf of the insured person, but usually only the person listed on the policy is entitled to the claim payment. So, check it out. Who do you think opened up a class action suit? And then, who do you think they made parties to sue that? You know, you know, if you're a U.S. citizen, right, and you're operating under that particular status, these people can throw you into their lawsuits. They can even say some of you niggas have died, right? They can throw dead people in these lawsuits and get paid. Don't think they do it? So, I want you to really consider tonight your ability to have what they call buying power. Okay? So, an insurance claim is paid to indemnify somebody. And this indemnifies policyholder against some type of financial loss. An individual, okay, pays a premium. Okay? Now, let me go back to this because I, I want to be very clear on this claim issue. Okay. Specifically on this issue. Now, to confirm, this is what they say. To confirm that you're eligible to file a claim, enter your last name and your last six digits of your social security number. Or EquifaxBreachSettlement.com. Or call the settlement administration. Now you can follow online or by mail and if you follow by mail you can download and uh, print the claim form and fill it out now starting next year it says all Americans will be entitled to six free Equifax credit reports each year for seven years y'all know why they do seven years right seven this, that's what they call a jubilee year okay so let me let me just give y'all the um let me give it to you right quick. Okay. 
time. Now, the year of Jubilee, also called the Holy Year in Roman Catholic Church, is a celebration that is observed on certain special occasions and for one year every 25 years under certain conditions when a special indulgence is granted to members by the faith, excuse me, to members of the faith by the Pope. And confessors are given special faculties, including... Uh, here we go. And members are given special faculties, including the lifting of censures. It resembles the Old Testament, Jubilee, in which every 50 years the Hebrews celebrated a year of perfect rest, emancipated slaves, and restored hereditary property, but does not seem to be based on it. Now, let me, let me just put this in perspective for you, okay? Because under what they call Christian, Christian law, right, the shit that your government uh, and, and your government wears two masks, right? And, and one mask, it operates under a Christian ma- uh, mask. And the other, it's Islamic to the core, right? This is, as we know, this is an Islamic nation that we rock upon. Now, I don't care what you say or how you want to shape it. Okay. The fact is, is that you have the ability to be able to go in, right, as a ju- in the jubilee year, which is every seven years, and wipe this credit. Now, most people don't understand that they just drop shit off the credit. You look at your credit and be like, oh, man, I, man, I cleaned my credit. Because some shit fell off. Or your score went up. And then you're happy because your score went up, but you're not realizing that it, why did it go up? Score really went up. Right? Maybe you had a closed account. I've actually seen closed accounts make shit go up. Maybe it was paid and closed. Seen those too, believe me. Okay. So, starting next year, they're going to give you these free reports that you should have been getting anyways. Maybe it's only going to give you six reports a year. Now, does it cost them to generate a report for you online? Hell no. But they in the business of being in business, so they want your business. Okay, now, if you're a consumer, and let me read the definition of that for you. Let me play this for y'all. A consumer is a person who. Alright, here we go. A consumer, a person or thing that consumes. Economic, a person or organization. Well, let me go to another one because I don't really like that one so much. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull the definition from FDCPA. Let's see what kind of. Here we go. The Fair Debt Collection Practices Act (FDCPA). 15 U.S.C. 1692, okay, which and this is all in the webinars, which became effective in March 1978, was designed to eliminate abusive, deceptive, and unfair debt collection practices. The FDCPA applies only to the collection of debt incurred by a consumer, primarily for personal, family, or household purposes. Now, let's go through the actual definition here. Okay. The term consumer means any natural person, 
obligated or allegedly obligated to pay a debt. So, I like that word, allegedly. Right? So, allegedly, you do have debt on your credit report. Allegedly. Allegedly, they're saying that they pull people's credit. Right? Excuse me. Somebody's pulled you, you guys' credit and your personal information. Right? And allegedly, there's some money out there for you. Allegedly. Now, I'm going to read to you what the FTC says, and this is coming from their website. This was written in July. It says, just last week, the FTC and others reached a settlement with Equifax about its September 2017 data breach that exposed personal information of 147 million people. Go to ftc.gov slash Equifax, okay, where you can find your information was exposed. Okay. Now, they're going to tell you at their website how to file a claim. They're going to tell you, here, come join this class action. I'm going to tell you no. I'm going to tell you, go file your own claim. If you got a group of people that you know, right, y'all working on y'all tribal things, you know, y'all indigenous things. You know, you got a group of people, you can go file like that. You know. Even your business. What if your business was affected in their data breach? Right? That's a lot of things that we really don't actually fully think about here. Right? Now, your social security number or whatever number that you're using, when it is compromised, it is your responsibility to put the data breach on it. Right to say, hey, listen, um, this is, there needs to be a security block because there was a data breach. It's your responsibility. Okay. Now, but let me receive what they said. Okay. Now, just last week, the FTC and others reached a settlement with Equifax about its September 2017 data breach that exposed personal information of 147 million people. The public response to the settlement has been overwhelming, and we're delighted that millions of people have visited the website. But there's a downside to this unexpected numbers of claims. You ready? First, though the good, all 147 million people can ask for and get free credit monitoring, there's also the option for people who certify that they have already had credit monitoring to claim up to $125 instead. Mind you, that's how much they want you to pay for their credit monitoring as well. Okay? But the pot of money that pays for the part of the settlement is $31 million. A large number of claims for cash instead of credit monitoring means that each person who takes the money option will wind up only getting a small amount of money. Now, nowhere near the $125 that they could have gotten had it been, you know... Less people who filed So I want you to think about this right If everybody And their mama Is running To the Claims office To file under this Civil claim Okay So they got Like I said Let's say they got 20-30 million people You'll be lucky I just had this discussion. You'd be lucky to get any goddamn money at all. $100 is pretty generous. (laughs) 
They're pretty generous. They give you $100, you, 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 you're doing good. If you file a class action. But identity theft goes deeper than that because if you look at identity theft, okay, not only can the people who have stolen your identity be um, under the penalty of jail time, they got to pay you. You think the CEO of Equifax wants to be responsible for your black ass? No. So, once you file this claim, because, you know, if you're a boss, you got to step to the bosses. That's what bosses do. They step to one boss, step to another boss. So, if you step into the boss of Equifax, what, what you going to do? Hey, hey, Mr. Uh, Equifax CEO, guess what? Y'all fucked with my credit. Matter of fact, y'all messed with my personal information because you guys didn't take the necessary precautions to keep it safe. You guys didn't do your willful, uh, uh, what they call it? Well, it is willful negligence. Let's say that. Okay, but they didn't do their due diligence. Okay. There's no way as a company that you're doing your due diligence and you lose 147 million people's information. Not even lost. Somebody somewhere else around the world tapped into it. And they're tapping into y'all shit so they can get into them castles. Let's just keep it real. This is a money game. So, you know, you can be at the bottom with the crumb snatchers, you know, or you can rise the fuck up. And most people want to be at the bottom so they'll go do this class action. They sit in the back. Let's let somebody else do the fucking work. But, but guess what, though, man? Nothing ever came to nobody who sat back, man. Never came to nobody who sat on their laurels. Right? So, the credit game, when you're building your personal credit, look at all aspects. Not just, oh, can I put trade lines on it? But guess what? There's money from people who fuck with your credit. There's money from people who have messed with your personal identity, your social, your private estate number, your private CPN number. You still represent that as a consumer. You have a consumer responsibility. Step out there. Do commerce the right way. Right? And here's the other thing. Stop burning the numbers. Make it like to get their CPNs and burn them. Stop burning CPNs. Build them up. It's illegal to burn them. It's not illegal to build it up. Keep it. And do right by it. Niggas burn that shit though. Don't do that. Okay? So, then they go on to say, if you spend time or money dealing with identity theft issues that occurred after the breach and involved personal data that was exposed by the hack, you can recoup those costs up to $20,000 per person. Such costs include losses from authorized, unauthorized charges, fees to freeze your credit report, and fees paid to an accountant or an attorney. See, this is why you got to do your own personal suit, man. Pull these niggas into court yourself. <clears throat> you wouldn't be the first person to sue Equifax. You wouldn't be the first person to sue Experian, the TransUnion. They get sued all the time. Part of the game. In America, you're either going to get rich because you filed a lawsuit, or you created the business, or you won the lottery. 
And the majority of people in America get rich because they file a lawsuit. Remember, all roads lead to court. Okay. Now, they go on to say, because if there's $20,000 here that you can grab, you should know that there's quite possibly a lot more that you can get your hands on. Okay? So, it says, if you haven't submitted your claim yet, think about the option of filing for the free credit monitoring instead. See how they try to persuade you? Frankly, the free credit monitoring is worth a lot more. The market value would be $100 a year. This is SEC. And the, the monitoring service is probably stronger and more helpful to you than any had that have been already because it monitors your credit on all three reports nationwide as if you can't do that yourself. And it comes up to $1 million in identity theft insurance and individualized identity theft restoration service. Yo, if you got problems with identity theft, right, straight up under the FTC, right, you don't have to go and do no credit monitoring services. This is why we teach you how to do your affidavits. This is why we teach you how to do your own suits. This shit ain't a game. These niggas will take your money all day long, right, for the... Now, they say that they're free. And, and let me tell you, I'm, I was part of one of these breaches. I got the free service. And then guess what? It ended. And then these niggas wanted to actually start charging me. You can use Credit Karma. And I know most of y'all do. Now, for those who have already submitted the claim, right, for this cash payment of $125, you're going to receive an email for your settlement. And they're going to ask for the name of the credit monitoring services that you already have, right? Or if you change your mind, you'll have a chance to switch to the free credit monitoring services. The email from the settlement administrator will tell you what to do next. See, they don't really want to pay out anyway. But I keep asking you, only $31 million is being given out to people? What the fuck happened to the other, I don't know, uh, $600 $70 million? What happened to it? it? It literally disappeared, right? Or let me guess, it went to go pay all of the FTC fines. Right. No, no, no. Not that shit seeking escrow, nigga. Till you go and actually follow suit. You'll collect money off that shit, seek that shit in escrow. And, and the, the general public won't have no access to it. You'll say, oh, well, you waited past the statute of limitations to file. Did I? Hmm. So, you know, it helps. helps.
All right, my bad. They dropped me. You know how that goes. Okay. All right. So, anyways. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Tell you what. Thank y'all. Now, under the FTC consumer information here. Okay. I want you to know that there's money that's still available. Under the settlement to reimburse people for what they paid out of their pocket to recover from the breach. So say you had to pay for your own credit freeze after the breach. Or you hired an attorney. Or you hired somebody to help you deal with identity theft. Right? Like you came, let's say you came and hollered at us. Right? And we help you deal with an identity theft issue. Well, guess what? That is your opportunity to now file a suit. You, you, you have the opportunity now. The settlement has a check this. The settlement has a larger pool of money for just those people. And if you're one of them, use your documents to submit a claim. Right? That was written uh, two months ago, roughly. Now, <clears throat> I want to implore y'all to take your time building your credit. Take your time building your personal credit. Take your time building. The business credit. Um, I've had some questions where people have asked me that says, well, um, what's the difference between my state EIN and my business EIN? Nothing. Nothing. You still need a DUNS number. Go If you have an estate number right now, go get a DUNS number. If you have any EIN that's not a social, go get a DUNS number. You need it. Especially if you're going to go over to makemorecredit.com, right? which is a new site that we have Developed to help you build credit. That was developed to help you to get your business right, right, and to avoid issues like this, right. Now the credit suites. And here's the other thing, right? There's a 611 letter. I've used it a few times. It works very well. Um, this 611 letter that I that I came up with. If you use it, you know you want to use it based off the fact that hey, they put something on my credit. They didn't tell me that they put it on my credit. They put it back on. They have five days to actually report to me that they was going to put it back on. They didn't. They do this a lot of times to a lot of y'all when they pull something off, even in a credit suite. All right. So I felt the need tonight to go into this information. Hopefully, it's helped some of y'all, and y'all will be able to see that you know doing a suit is not the worst thing in the world, but there is money that's available to you. You know. They got niggas scared to go into court because we're going to court for so much retarded shit that we don't know how to go into court to actually win and get money. Okay. So with that being said, I'm going to um, take a really quick break and then we'll go to the call lines. Uh, be very short. Don't go nowhere. Keep it locked. You're sitting right here on the bottom line. We'll open up the call lines if you want to ask questions about whatever. Credit. Business, law, it don't matter. Call lines are wide open. 347-989-0194. Press the number one. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're sitting right here on the bottom line. Peace to the gods. Listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L. Where remedy meets preparation. I 
Yes, yes, don't tell people what they what you know. Right. Keep them poor. The moment I pay you, you think like an employee. The moment you accept the paycheck, your brain goes dead. That's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. As long as you're hungry, you'll think. The school system was designed to teach you to be an employee or a doctor or a lawyer, a specialist, but never about money. The poor will always be amongst us because it starts up here. It's, it's in their words, you know, and the words become flesh. But when they say, I can't afford it or I can't do that, they go down. They become what they say. And I meet so many people, I, don't, I can't afford it, you think I'm made of money? My PhD dad, he says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it, I can't do that, I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape, you know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't go to the gym. You know, when you could go to the gym, no, I can't. Truth is, I'm just too lazy to go to the And your rich dad used to say what instead of, I can't afford it? How can I afford it? How can I do that? A question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. So when you say, I can't afford it, your mind shuts down and you become what you say. People right now who are sitting at home <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or 
unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing. It was probably taught to you. You know, your superego was taught, get a job, work hard, or, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families. And until you change your mindset, Correct. money won't help you, right? Correct. And we see that with people that win the lottery, people that make more money, they still have the same problem. Right. Because they have that poor man's soul. Right. If you're poor, you'll always be poor. That's really hard for people to understand. Yeah, the money will disappear that fast. Just like most pro athletes, you know, they make millions of dollars and what, 65% are bankrupt five years later? It's because they come from poor families. But unfortunately, what Mr. Lipton was saying, it's passed down genetically. That's the frightening thing. If you don't want to learn it, I can't help you. You know, I have bad luck too. I've, I've had financial crashes. I've had people stab me in the back. But they're all good because I grow from it. That's spirituality. You know, people who are afraid of making mistakes like they teach in school, they don't ever grow. Because spirituality is there's good and there's bad, there's right and there's wrong, there's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right, they only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that, that's not reality. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe, they haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school, that means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. But the average guy is standing there, oh, I'm an A student, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do this all on myself. And a, and a bunch of rugby players run you over and you go, well, they're not playing fair. Yeah, well, you're, not, you're playing stupid. You should have a team. You should have accountants, attorneys, and bankers and all that stuff. But that's not the game I want to play. I said, then don't play the game. You know, the, the game of business is played with accountants, attorneys, bankers, hate to say it, politicians. You know, you've got to know the game. You know, people say, well, money is not that important to me. Then if money is not that important to you, money is not important to you. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't care about money. The money doesn't care about you. You know, it, the word does become flesh. Or I'll never be rich. Or the favorite one is the rich are greedy. It's the poor that are greedy. You know, if you think about it, because to be rich, you have to give something. You know, you have to, I, I have to produce books and games and I... I purchase real estate, I provide housing, provide jobs and all that. That's why I'm rich. But greedy people produce nothing. You know, Einstein said, you know, imagination is more important than knowledge. But knowledge empowers imagination. And what most people lack is real business knowledge. Like accounting. You know, like debt, like taxes. You gotta know that stuff but they don't teach it in school to anybody. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects they, don't, they themselves don't practice because I understand what a fake teacher is. A fake teacher is somebody who just wants a job and they'll teach anything. You know, they teach how to shine shoes and get paid on more money. But they really don't know what they're teaching. In life, one of the things I suggest to people, you've got to find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. 
and a real teacher is doing what they teach every day. Our school systems are making our students weaker. So in school, they have these things called now trigger effects. So you can't, as a teacher, you can't say anything that might upset the student. They don't want anything that might jar their point of view. You see, people say, well, why don't you give the poor money? The only problem with that is it just creates more poor people. Give a man know. a fish, he fishes for the day, or eats for the day. Yeah, you give a man a fish, you get a lot of people who want more fish, you know. But you teach them to fish. We become creatures of our own habits. And until we break the habit, we don't change. Our schools don't teach that. Our schools teach almost the exact opposite of that. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. They haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. So what I say to young people is you, you find your game. So my game financially is business, number one. Second is real estate. And that's why I pay no taxes. That's why Trump pays no taxes. Legally, it's a combination of business and real estate that gives us an unfair advantage over employees because they don't know what to do. And a lot of people would rather sit in the stands than be in the game. One of the greatest ways to acquire great wealth is playing Monopoly in real life. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. But is that all there is? That's it. Robert, if I could give you uh, some kind of a magic phone and you could make a call to the the 20-year-old Robert Kiyosaki and give that young man a bit of advice. What would you tell him? I would just say keep going. Just do what you have to do. Just you know, live it to the fullest. Life, which I did. Nothing I ever did made sense. Now, could you imagine quitting a $120,000 a year job for $200 a month to go fight in Vietnam and almost die? It, it didn't make sense, but it was the best decision I made at that time. And I think what most people do is they let their parents or their friends talk them out of life. So afraid of failing. But failing is how we succeed. You look at the you guys look at guys like Edison and all that. They failed like ten thousand no thousand fourteen times before he invented the light bulb. You know, our schools punish you for making mistakes. That's why we have so many people who are so afraid of admitting they make mistakes or afraid of failing. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation. Welcome back to the show. Let's go to the call line. Actually, before we go to the call line, I want to thank everybody who came out to Chicago, to the Chicago seminar. Big up to all of the Moors that came out, Jonah Bay and myself. It was a good seminar. Our next seminar will be in Memphis. All right. We're aiming for the date of the 2nd of November. All right. I'll keep y'all locked in on that with all of the details. All right. So watch out for that. We'll be coming to you soon in Memphis. If you're in that area, we'd love to see you come out. We're closing out our year here with these seminars. Um, also, if you have not had the opportunity, go to makemorecommerce.com. 
Check out some of the new products that we have for you. Also, go to makemorecredit.com, all right? We're working on trying to help you guys in your businesses, all right, and your personal endeavors to have more buying power, if you will. All right, so go over there, do some commerce with us, all right? I see a lot of y'all window shopping, but, you know, don't be afraid, you know, let's get to it. Let's, let's, get, the, let's get it popping and, you know, let's do some commerce. Uh, get that business credit rolling for a lot of y'all. All right. Um, also, before we go to the call lines, I wanted to give y'all this information. Okay. Um, now, the FTC, okay, which is the Federal Trade Commission, okay, they deal with identity theft. And tonight's show, I guess you could almost say it was an underlying theme of that because this is what these credit bureaus have allowed unknown entities to do to you. Right, which is to take your identity. And so when this happens, um, you know, when you become aware of it, it's your responsibility then to go to certain things that are set up for y'all. Right? Like the FTC. And do your affidavits. Now the FTC they changed a lot of shit in the last few years. So they want you to go on their website and do the identity theft affidavit through the website. Now personally I'm kind of old school like that, you know, and I believe that paper is king, black and white, right? Write it down. If it didn't happen on paper, it didn't happen. So with this whole paper thing, right, you don't have to go online because if you go online, it negates the purpose of you having a witness. Now, if you know anything about what we teach, a witness, which is your notary, is what backs you up. You must have a notary. So, I encourage you to find you an old copy of an FTC affidavit if you decide to do a claim in any manner and you believe that your information has been compromised. Fill it out and have it notarized. And if you want to put a police report behind it, you can do that as well. Okay? But in the instance that you want to go online, you may want to have your own affidavit growing up, and you still may want to have a police report that you submit as additional documentation if you decide not to forward the FTC affidavit. If you need help on how to do that, you can set up a console with me, all right, and we can knock that out. All right, um, I think I covered all my bases here. Let's go to the call line. Uh, 301-828, what up? Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Welcome to the show. What the, what, what the deal, Joey? This is uh, Saeed L. Saeed, peace to the God, bro. How you doing? I can't complain. I can't complain. I followed uh, all of your uh, teachings on the building bet, uh, building uh, business credit and all of that stuff. But out here in Maryland, yes. I seem to be having a little bit of trouble with getting the um, 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 good standing certificate. Maryland, they're wow. basically saying they don't give the good standing certificate for an unincorporated religious association. And most of all that I set up is that. So it's almost like either Oh, that's because, you, that's because, yeah, what you need to do is you need to do a DBA and get a certificate of good standing for your DBA. Got one. Because they were a lot. You know what I'm saying? got that, but they don't do that neither. 
that's on their okay. website. So I to go that route right because okay. they said they don't even give any standings on that whatsoever. The standing is okay. the fact that right, it's cool. concurrent. That's not a problem. So they have what's called a certificate of status in Maryland. You need to pull that. Certificate of status. Yeah, that's what they call it in Maryland. It's called a certificate of status. Okay. okay. I Hold on, I'll read it to you. Just a second. It says, um, why would I need a certificate of status? When one is obtaining a license, a license renewal, a loan settlement, the person is often required to obtain a certificate of status, or I should say, or when you're opening a bank account, generally called a good standing certificate from the Maryland Department of Assessments and Taxation. On the specific date and time of the department issues a certificate verifying that a business entity is in good standing. It means that all documents and fees required by law to be submitted to the department have been received and that no other government agency has notified the department that the entity is delinquent in tax payments. So you can obtain a certificate for a business entity, right, registered with the department by going to the Maryland Business Express website. Um, so, and then, and here's but the problem thing. with that yeah, is, Joey, when you go... My bad to cut mm-hmm. you, cut your wisdom, but they, the only issue with that, uh, Joey, is when I go on to their little website that they got set up, if you didn't register your business through the state, they won't give you shit. It's almost like the Trap 22. You know what I mean? If you don't register with them, they're not trying to give you any of those services, and I'm not trying to register with them unless this, I do well, another this is the, But this is the reason why – yeah, but this is the reason why I told y'all y'all got to set up a trust. Because, see, look, they won't give you a certificate for a trade name, sole proprietorship, government entity, special entities such as public utilities, um, or charters, right? So they're not going to give it to you for those, right, under the trade name. So what you need to do is you need to set up a trust, right, and then get a certificate of good standing for your trust. And then you're going to set up your businesses from the trust. And then you'll use your certificate of good standing for the trust because you'll have a, a DBA for the trust, and then you can have a certificate of good standing showing that the trust is registered. So you're going to have to do a Massachusetts business trust. That's the reason okay. why you have issues. I was I was thinking that too, and then I got stumped because I know you and Joey, I mean uh, you and Jonah taught us how to set up the um, unincorporated religious assemblies basically through the car trust. Is it the same process to do the Massachusetts Trust? It is in a way, but you got to go to the state and register. So you're going to have to go to Maryland, and you're going to have to do an unincorporated. Sometimes in Maryland they call them common law trusts, depending on where you're at, and you'll need to register your trust with that state. This way the trust can then go and create businesses that can do business in the public. And then the trust right? will also the trust get the certificate. And it will cover all the other mm-hmm. stuff. Right, exactly. Because they got to give you a certificate of trust when you register the trust. So then you can actually get you a certificate of good standing. Hey, we ain't good standing with the state. They know we doing business. Gotcha, gotcha. Because they are dragging. It's almost like they knew, they know what I'm doing here. So they are dragging. <laughs> yeah, that's, of course. Off. Of course. But I'm still waiting on the time well, just just remember this: we're in the time where you're gonna have to do it right now, right? They expect people to start doing stuff right. So, if you got that that entity, put it under a trust, 
That's the right way to do it. Okay. Yeah, so... All right, so sum it up. I got the entities already. I start the, the uh, Massachusetts Business Trust. Take those entities and do it 8832 or just say fuck them entities and start yeah, new ones now, through now, them. Now you actually, yeah, you can actually do that. If you've already set the entities up and you didn't set them up under the trust, you'll need to do 8832 at some point in time, obviously, to give them over to the trust so the trust is the fiduciary. So yeah. It's got that fiduciary status, right? That it controls all of that shit. So yeah, you can absolutely do that. Now remember that when you create an entity to operate in the public, it will need a DBA. So mm-hmm. let's say, what's your name again? Was it Saeed? Saeed Ali L. Saeed. All right. So so let's say that you got a company called uh, Saeed Trucking, right? Well, Saeed Trucking. Should be owned by a Saeed Trucking Trust. Right? But Saeed Trucking, you can set it up however you want to set it up. But it will need a DBA for Saeed Trucking Trust doing business as Saeed Trucking. Does that make sense? Gotcha. The entity doing business as, you know, an entity. Gotcha. Yeah. I got you. I got got it. Yeah, every everything's got there's a nexus that ties in all of this stuff, man. So, you know, you want to try to try to stay within that nexus because what happens is if you create an entity, you know, and it's not under that, you know, you could later on you could become liable or whoever your trustee is. So, you want to try to protect your stuff as much as possible. Understood. Okay. If you got some, if you still got some issues with it, come holler at me. We can try to figure it out, you know, on a private call. Understood. That's peace. Okay. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Appreciate it, Joe. No doubt, God. Peace. Um, all right, so I had a brother that had called me uh yes or was it today? I think it was today. Um, he hit me up and he was trying to get EIN number. Just so y'all know y'all can't get EIN numbers on Sundays or Saturdays. They close. All right. All right, seven one nine three oh one. What up? Yo, peace, peace, peace to the God, Joey. Yo, what up? I'm coming through right. What's going down, bro? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. All right, nothing much. Oh, you got me on speaker. You got to turn your radio down or something. All right. There we go. We had a little feedback. We're good now. All right. How did y'all get to the seminar? Say it again? Y'all get to rest after the seminar? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, that that's that's normally what we do. We actually wasn't on the radio this week. They had, we had some issues with our call on. So, um, we, uh, you know, subsequently had the whole week off. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. I noticed even the one that Jonah did on New Evolution, it was uploaded, but there was there was no audio on it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't no audio because they wouldn't let us log into my station either. We was blocked on both stations that day. Oh. That's what happened. Wow, wow. Okay, well, I guess it was just meant for for him to chill the whole week then. Yeah, well, you know, so. that, that happens sometimes. You know, sometimes the universe will give you a break. Shit, you ain't got to you ain't got to do nothing. <sighs> That's true. That is true. 
let me get to the point, man. I just want to make sure I'm not You're tripping good. the the suit for the fair credit reporting for the actual damages of one thousand. So is it one K per occurrence? As in, if my credit score dropped, that's one K. I apply for a job, that's another one K. Or is it just one K regardless of whatever effect it has on you? Are you talking about under the FCRA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so under the Fair Credit, yeah, yeah. So under the Fair Credit Reporting Act, uh, if they're reporting your credit, right, or um, even if they're pulling your credit, it's supposed to be per instance, per per uh, credit report, uh, per year. Actually, wow. per month. To be honest with you, it's per month. But you can add it up over the years. So if they've been in your credit for two years, you add that time up, and then you add it up. So that's a thousand dollars per month. That's what twenty four thousand dollars. Gee, that's Gee. how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so everybody knows. Yeah, just so everybody know that Equifax shit I was talking about. You got to actually go after them in federal court. You can't sue them in state court. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, pull all your bureaus, dog. Every single one of them. And count that shit up. Okay. It'll probably be over 100,000. Yeah. I'm sure by the time they negotiate, hopefully something good. So, do do the bureaus negotiate easily or they try to fight it hard and shit? Well, well, a a lot of times these bureaus, yeah, remember, dog, you're dealing with a company who's got um, foreign agents, like literally. So, you know, if, if you want to bring the CEO into the court, more than likely the yeah. CEO ain't going to show up, but they're going to send a law firm on his behalf to settle out with you. Mm. They'll settle out with you before they take it to a trial. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Man, so last question I got is about CPN. So, I mean, yeah. I got I got, I got in the same name as the name of my passport. But can I use that passport to open a bank account for the CPN? Uh, there's celebrities who do it. <laughs> okay, I see. I see what, what you're saying. I see how you put it. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Need that. So, so I got. It's one of those things that that's your discretion, right? If you choose mm-hmm. to do that, mm-hmm. obviously. Now, now, if you understand the um, the Privacy Act, it tells you you don't have to give right. your social to nobody. So. Um, it's it's well within your discretion to give out whatever number is legally yours to use. Right, 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 right. I got that part. But prudence is always. You what good. I'm saying? Okay. Yes, it yep, is. Yep, yep. Indeed. Peace to the God, Joey. Appreciate it, man. All right, bro. Peace to the God. Be safe. All right. Let's go to eight four three four one zero. We on the bottom line. Eight four three four one zero. Wake that ass up. Yo. I right, moving on. Eight one three four three one. What up? Peace to the God, Joy. How you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. Peaceful. How you doing? I'm doing good, bro. I'm up in the North Cagalat, way from home, so I'm doing great, man. I'm not I'm enjoying myself, right, man. What's up? It's been a long what time. What you doing man. up there? My, my partner had to come get some property that the police found that somebody stole from him. 
So we have to come claim it. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. we're talking about claims. Here we go with these claims. Well, they told him to send the title and they could give it to the police trust fund if you just send the title. Fine. So I was like, shit, ain't nobody's going to give that to the police trust fund. Nah, hell nah. We're going to give it to our own trust fund. Exactly. So that's we're why we're going to give it to, the, to, the, <laughs> to our own trust fund. Exactly. Uh-oh, we're going to drop. Well, they didn't drop it. My fault, man. They dropped me again. Man, I see. Man, they've been playing with y'all all week, man. They love Damn. me. <laughs> well, they've been playing with y'all all week. We ain't getting no show all week. So they've been messing with this, man, I'm, this channel I'm, all I'm week. I'm the king bro. of swords around this bitch. They love me. They know <laughs> They know what it is. So, so dig this. So, so uh, you saying we could go revolution out, will not go be out televised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we could go out to the FCC to get that money. Instead of trying to, instead of yes, trying to be in the, um, the class, instead of trying to be in a class action lawsuit. Yes, you can, and I recommend. Well, not the FTC. You want to go after the credit bureau, I mean, but I recommend that you yes, do that sir. and you utilize the identity theft um, uh, 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 information that they have for you through the FTC. Because the thing about it is, if you go through a class action, bro, you're gonna lose out. Yeah. That's like if me, you, and everybody on this on this station right now. Decided to go in on the lawsuit for hundred thousand, and then they and then they break it up amongst everybody on the radio station. Nigga, we not nigga, we 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 ain't gonna have no money. We might walk away with thousand yeah. dollars piece. Yeah, we, we ain't got number we money. That's all right? we got. Yeah, so so come on. So so think about it on a on a larger level when you dealing with these corporations who's trying to satisfy one hundred and forty seven million people. Nigga, that's damn near everybody across the country. And yeah, I like don't even know how many people are in America. Do we know? Uh, it's, it's over a bill, but everybody ain't on this information. Let me see how many people. Don't their credit. No, they don't. Let's see how many people live in America. 300, 327 million people live in America. So you mean to tell me that these niggas is responsible for 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 half of you niggas' information? Good lord. And then Who's they got an extra. But you say they got an extra, uh, extra five hundred or six hundred million dollars that they're sitting in the side on the escrow. It's so an that's escrow. what we go after. So that's what we go after personally when we go into it now. Yeah, you know, it's waiting for y'all. Identity theft is huge. That's a man. That's a huge thing. That's huge. I've been preaching this okay. for years, man. Niggas yes, miss that. Have. That is one way to clean your whole credit report. That's one way to get rid of your student loans. Niggas, niggas want to do discharge and everything else, and that's your work. But one of the easiest ways to do a sweep is identity theft. Oh, yeah. All of this shit is identity theft. They throw my credit on all this shit. Well, well I'm still fighting shit. with my student loans. I'm still fighting with my student loans, you know. We're still going through it with that. 
So yeah, you mean, might have to hit me up, man, so we can we, we can try to work that out for you, man. Um, yeah. You know, you can go to that site yeah. that we set up, make more credit. You know, because uh, we got the credit suite on there that'll help you too with those. Yeah, I've been, man, I've been waiting. I, 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 I had some stuff to do, Joey, but we need to hook up because I need some help with this trust in Florida so I can start getting this stuff together and everything. I'm ready, so I'm I'm trying to set up everything I got to do right okay. now. So okay, I'm well, when you ready, you know, to reach out, dog. You know, Florida's easy for yeah. us to set it up there. Yeah, I know it. I hear it. I hear it in the archives. That's why I, yeah. I've been looking at it, but I can't. I need a little bit of understanding. I don't want to put it on the air because I don't want them folks. To yeah, no doubt. I, I don't really. Yeah, I don't really like going too far into it on the air, man. But you can hit me up in a private. I'll run you through it. Definitely, man. Definitely, man. But I just wanted to okay, chime buddy. in. You know, I appreciate it, Joe. No, no, it's good to hear your voice, brother. Enjoy your vacation. Yeah, I will, man. Peace to the God, man. Peace to the God. Uh, all right, 316, 308, what up? Peace to the God. What's good, brother, Joy? Peace to the God. How you doing, bro? Uh, not too bad. It's brother Daniel out of Kansas, man. You know what I mean? Salute. Yeah, man. I was just, I was going to elaborate on what you was talking about earlier as far as building that business credit up, man. Let's talk about it. Well, shoot, I, uh, you know, I've been studying under you fellas for a little over a year now, and uh, I must say I've gotten myself to the point to where I've established my estate on the personal and the business side. You know what I'm saying? I have my Dun & Bradstreet right. number. You know, i got accounts right. reporting on there. i got accounts reporting on on the uh, Credit Karma, you know, so we're building. Good. Congratulations, bro. Thank Taking you, it to you. your own hands. That's what's up. Yes, most definitely. But I will I will reiterate what you said. Uh, when you're doing this, you got to take your time. You know what I'm saying? So yes, you when do. you're getting these profiles, you know what I'm saying, slowly build that credit up. You know what I'm saying? Slowly start utilizing your profile. Don't go out and start getting all these inquiries hitting and, you know, all these different uh, vendor credit accounts and, you know, all this other crazy stuff, you know what I'm saying? You got to focus and take your time and, and slowly build yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, one of the things about rushing through this shit is that you'll mess around and miss something or you'll miss an important mm-hmm. step. And with business credit, it's not that hard. It's just a matter of staying on top of it, right, and then going to each tier. So I'm going to ask you, Most which definitely. tier are you in in your business credit? Are you... Are you still doing vendors? Are you got store cards? Or you got cash cards? Or have you gotten a lot? I'm just, I'm just dabbling with vendors right now. You know, I'm, I'm just Good. establishing those accounts there. You know, and building those relationships. You know, what I'm saying to where I make those uh, valid for myself. So when I go out and start trying to get, you know, my store credit and that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I have, you know, longevity up under my belt first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that I like to always mention is that, you know, once you get your business popping, you got somebody else you know who got a business, y'all can uh, both have vendors licenses and become each other's vendors, thereby giving mm-hmm. each other credit, right? Just, you know, you can mm-hmm. give somebody some invisible credit. Hey, I'm giving you credit on my books. You're going to pay me back in 30 days. Cool. And then I report that shit for you because I'm a vendor. Well, so, you know, here's keep the, uh, that in mind when you build it. Yeah, definitely. I was gonna say here's here's just an idea. Uh, me me and one of my uh, 
Brothers was actually throwing out, which I'm glad you said that because it kind of makes this point as far as what I'm about to say. But here's an idea for everybody. So my brother that I know who's out in South Carolina, he does a lot of print work, you know, with T-shirts and things like that. Uh, and so, you know, he, he can supply that service to me, whereas I have a radio station, you know, so I could supply him advertising time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we can exactly. and we can do things back and forth that way as far as vendor credit and business credit and stuff like that with each other. You know, so that's that's definitely an idea exactly you know, what I'm as saying. far as where you're going, you know, where you're going with what you're saying, Joy. So I definitely want mm-hmm. you to know I'm definitely right there where you're talking about, but I'm that's also good understanding that I gotta stay slow with it too. You know what I'm saying? I just I, I gotta crawl yeah, before know, I walk. But you know too. what's cool? You know what's cool is that let's just say that you use your homeboy and his T-shirt company, he ain't going to run your personal credit because he's your homeboy. Right. So he's going to extend that credit to your dungeon number, and you're going to pay him back in 30 days. And then his responsibility is now he's a creditor, so now he's got to go report that shit. So that's a good way to do it. It takes a while to do it. But, you know, there's, then there's also the option, of course, of getting yourself some trade lines, which I like mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, there's a lot of ways to... To boost yourself to that next level, dude. Oh, most definitely, and I and I honestly want to try all angles because I want to be able to, you know, be able to answer those questions with different ones that might want to come to me about these different aspects. You know what I mean? As far as how they want to do things, you know, try not to be so one dimensional with everything. Uh oh, did they drop you again, Joy? Oh man, they just dropped the guard again. Mm, hey, repeat that, bro. They dropped my car. They dropped my car. No doubt. I figured they did, God. I was like, man, they didn't drop the guard again. Mm-hmm. That's our time to show. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how you know this show is powerful, man. Just like the rest of them. Yes, it is. You know. What just, were you saying before pay- we got dropped, though? Uh, no, I was just saying about, you know, just, just crawling before I walk as far as we're building my business credit, you know, and uh, trying to trying to do different angles just so that way I can have all angles for different ones that might want to come into this, you know, whole idea of, you know, utilizing business credit and stuff like that instead of being kind of a yeah, one-trick man. pony type deal, you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's powerful. It's real powerful, man. You Niggas can buy cribs on business credit. I mean, you tell them niggas that you can buy, buy cribs, you can buy your cars on there. Do all that shit through business credit, right? And keep it separate from yourself. Do it through your trust. You don't own shit. You don't own nothing. You don't own nothing. You just, you know, you're just controlling it. Yeah, I don't want to own nothing. I want to control everything. Me either. I'm like like you, Joy. The trust feeds me. The trust clothes me. You know what I'm saying? That's how yeah. I am. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. do nothing. Yeah, myself. exactly. Nigga, nigga, the jewelry I got on belongs to the trust. It ain't even mine. I'm borrowing it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Make, the trust yeah. making yeah. me look good. <laughs> nigga, my socks and underwear, I'm borrowing them from the trust. No doubt. You know? yeah, I came into this world naked, nigga. Everything everything else was just given to you, and you put it on. And, and, and adapted and it to is. your identity. You know, so yeah, trust is everything, bro. No doubt. I just but want, hey, I appreciate I just you calling, 
Of course, God. I just want I just want you and Jonah to know, man, we appreciate y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? So y'all just keep doing no what y'all Thank need you, to do, man. And you know, we gon' we gonna keep doing what we gotta do to make sure we stay on task too, you know. No doubt. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. I I, I like hearing the niggas is on their square. Peace to the God. No doubt. Peace to the God. All right, let's uh let's see here. We're gonna go to two five three. Four seven six. Two five three four seven six. They a little delay. Yeah, peace to the gods. There we go. Yeah, can you hear turn me? your radio down. Uh huh. Can you hear me now? I can hear you, God. Peace to the God. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. I uh, just want to say first, I really the brother just got off with the statement he just made. I want to use the same thing. I uh, we really appreciate. The work that you and Joan and them is doing, and we just hope you keep up the good work. Thank you, we really bro. appreciate it. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you got to get niggas their flowers or they can still spell them. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. You are welcome. Lot. Yeah, my first question I want to ask, uh, Jonah was saying that you had a method of obtaining EINs because I want to open up a trust account, and I don't want to use an EIN number. So do I need to get with you in the private mm-hmm. for, for, for that information? You do. Okay, I'll come in the private for that one. Okay, my next question is, once I, I'm getting ready to do my uh, my uh, injunction, so I should use okay. not my P.O. box, but the place where I'm domiciled at on the injunction? Yeah, I would use the, you know, the funny thing is, is that with the injunction, I personally use the P.O. box. Right when I did mine, this was a few years ago. Um, uh-huh. But then when I did my updated one here more recently, uh, I actually, you know, I, I took the address that I domiciled at. Now, why did I right. do that? Because number one, I don't have shit to hide. Number two, I want these niggas to have uh, the same level of protection over my house that I do over my car. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm putting exactly. that address down too. Right. Right. Exactly. Definitely. All my shit. Okay. Let's not leave nothing out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, I got just one more question. <clears throat> okay, say for instance. Oh, hold that question. Me. Let me say this real quick before you ask that question. The other okay. thing you might want to think about is when you put down a P.O. box in your injunction, that is, uh, you, you know what the post office is considered, right? Right. You do? You know uh-huh. what the post, the post office, office is, considered? is considered a part of the government. Yeah, so so on your map quest or your Google Maps, when you get to the post office, you know it says "Welcome to the United States." <laughs> okay, okay, all right. You, Thanks, you, you follow what I'm? You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yes, all I right, do. Right, definitely cool. follow where you're going. All right, cool, cool. So so now we yeah. on the same page. All right, what's your question? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for reminding me of that. Thank you. Okay. Uh, no yeah, problem. my last question is: Okay, once I put my petition in for the court. How long does that usually take for the petition uh, for the court? What state uh, you for in? That, uh, to, I'm in uh, Washington State. Oh, I don't know in Washington State. Never done one up there before. I would think that a normal name name correction process would, would take anywhere from, you know, 15 to 30 days to at least give you a court date. You know, sometimes right. it may happen sooner. So you could say within, I would say, 60 to 90 days you could expect to have a court date. Okay, so but it's not it's not going right. to be just Some a name change. It's going to be for no, it's going to be for a nationality course. correction, also. 
Yeah, it's 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 a it's a name correction and a nationality correction. Now it's not a change because a change would state that it was done correctly the first time, and you're just making a change. A correction means okay. that it was never done correct in the first place. You niggas need to fix this. This wasn't. It's not right. right so you're doing both. Exactly. Right. You're yeah. correcting the name, which 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 says that hey, this person is. Uh, is a is is not a I hate to, I don't even like to use the word but we'll say Christian property right in in a sense right right and this person uh-huh. has El Bay Ali or whatever your suffix will be and then you say right. hey I'm not a U.S. citizen I'm not an African American I'm not Negro colored black right. I'm not none of black. those right. colorable titles right exactly and so you ask them to correct the nationality now. Um, I don't know if you've been to a seminar, but in one of the seminars, pretty much all of them um, that, that we do, I bring up this particular case for a brother. He he was actually in the seminar this, this last time. But in his case, they told him, they says, yo, nationality is not African-American. Matter of fact, there is no nationality called African-American. You're a U.S. citizen. You're right. Yep, you're right. Yeah, they've taken away so, our uh, nationalities to, for us to become their property. They stripped it from you at birth through naturalization. Right. Taken, okay, through the birth certificate. And so, yeah, when you go into that court of record, you have to correct. And I, I use that word very strongly. You have to correct the record, not change it. You want to correct it. Right. Right. So in other words, once I get my court order and I become a Moor, you was reading something the other day about the peace of the, the, the peace and friendship treaty, where whoever a Moor marries, the, the, his, his spouse becomes <laughs> a Moor that, also. Yeah, I like that's that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So what happens under and that's under Islamic law as well. Yeah, the the wife and, and the Christians do the same thing. The wife takes the last name of the husband, right? So, but. Uh-huh. Under Islamic law, you take a, a woman to be your wife, it happens automatically. And she becomes right. more by virtue. She becomes under the same protection that you're under by virtue of the fact that she's your wife. Then what happens is, right. is that if you decide to get up and leave her ass, she loses that virtue. She, she, she now goes back under her first naturalization. She's no longer protected under the laws of the empire. Right. Yeah. But do I need to file a petition after I become a more? Do I need to file a petition for her to be recognized as a more also? Mm-hmm. Yes, I oh, would okay. do that as well. Okay. I would do, right, the reason good. why yeah. listen, the reason why I would do that as well is for the distinct fact that what happens is is that if you actually don't um declare her as being a more on paper, okay, what will happen is um you know, essentially, you know, like I said, if, if she won't have that protection. So, right. you know, they could tax her when they don't tax you. That's how right. Exactly. You know. Yeah, I'm going to so make an appointment. I'm, I'm going to make an appointment. Get with you. Yeah, that's fine. I, I was going to say, I had a brother that I helped in Illinois, right? And when we did his joint in Illinois, what happened was um, essentially him and his wife went through at the same time, and they denied his wife. Um, and pushed him back So he had to go through first In order for her to go through Because she was his spouse Right You see And so because he's a moor 
it automatically allowed him uh, her to become one. Right. That's how that works. Sounds good. Yeah. And once I get that that paperwork, the court order, and then it goes to get to, to take me off of this fucking uh, tax roll and all this other bullshit and rolls that they have me on, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Thank God. Thank God. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to hog up the line, Joey, so I want to appreciate it. No and doubt, I'm going to be bro. making an appointment no, to get with you in the private. Okay, I appreciate it. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Yeah, peace, peace to the God. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go to 719 Yo, peace to the God, Joey. I got one more what's question. What's up? What's up? Okay, All right. So, <laughs> can items and business credit be disputed just like... Of personal credit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, they're easier oh. to dispute on business credit. You can just call up. Uh, personally, if you want to do it yourself, you just call up uh, Equifax or Experian Business, um, and you just let them know straight up. Hey, listen, this is not mine, or you know, there was a mistake here. And for businesses, they're actually a lot more lenient. They'll take shit off. They just pull it off. So you have that option. So they don't ask it works for like. A lot faster. Wow. No, it works faster. It works a lot faster. You can just call them up, literally on the phone. The same way you can call Equifax up on the phone and do a dispute with them on the phone. You can do that personally, but you can also do it business credit wise. But they work right. faster. They move faster for businesses because why? You're trying to do commerce, and your commerce affects the GDP. The who? Business. The gross domestic product. The GDP. Oh, the money they make. Okay. All right. The money. It's yeah. all about money, bro. <laughs> it's the money. Wow. It's the money guy. Everybody's operating under, you know, under this money. It's the okay. money guy. Okay, man, you blew my mind a little bit right there about how you just laid down so swift. Okay. Well. Yes, sir. That's good. We appreciate it. That's all. All right, no doubt. Appreciate you, guys. All right, let's go to uh, 708 743. What's up? What's up? Yo, peace to the girls. What's up, bro? What's up with you, bro? Same game. Mm hmm. Loud and clear. Okay. Hey, man, nothing much, man. It's uh, King Alfredo, man. I'm uh, Chicago, man. You got you oh, got What's up, King? Uh, What's good, bro? Man, what you dropped oh, early, man, just <laughs> put it all in perspective for me. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, like, y- I got to, bro. Like, why are we not soon? Why are we not going after this for this money? And that's crazy because, um, my bad, don't hit it. No, 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 I was just going to say, you know, we we put the same energy into into bullshit, you know. That we can put into this real shit. Yeah. All right. All right. You know, let's yeah. get money, man. Let's, let's get it the right way so you can keep it and hold on to it. Build with it. All right, using these, yeah, using these logs and moving it through the trust yeah. and, you know, setting it up the right, the right and correct way. Yeah, man, exactly. that's yeah, that's that's so dope. And you know, just to add on to what the other guys were saying, you know, 
I definitely appreciate y'all, you know what I'm saying, you and Jonah, you feel me, and like, man. No doubt, bro, like, appreciate you. I give it to y'all, man, definitely, much love to y'all, man, but I ain't really got too much. I appreciate but, it, bro. Um, for sure, for sure. Uh, I just, uh, I was going to get at you on the private, you feel me, but, um. Okay, yeah, no doubt, you know how to get at me, I'm. I'm pretty available. I got a few consoles I got to knock out this week, early in the week. But, um, you know, you can just hit my calendar. It's all good. Okay, okay. For sure, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. So, no I ain't doubt. Go yeah. All right, good to hear you. Great show, you feel me? Yeah, good, Thank good, you, good to hear y'all back you. on the radio. They've been, they been on that with y'all all week. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, me. I talked to Jonah yesterday, and he was like, we're going to do a show today. And then we we looked up yeah. and it was uh it was damn near too late for us to do one yesterday. So, you know, we 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 hoping that you know, we don't wanna have to switch platforms, man. But they make it so damn hard on us, bro. Be dropping our calls, right. not letting us get on the air and shit. All right, all right. You know. Yeah. So, but I you know, I, I appreciate, you know, the solidarity though, man, and, and I definitely appreciate y'all showing support, man. So thank you, bro. Oh yeah, for sure, man. We appreciate y'all. For real. For yes, real. sir. No doubt. No doubt. Well, uh, holla at me, bro, in the private when you ready. I was definitely will. Uh, that's a dope fight. You feel me? Make more credit. Yeah, definitely gone. Yes, yeah, sir. Definitely holla at me, bro. Yeah, for sure. Yes, sir. Right, yes, sir. You know, if you got a business, let's get your business right. Let's get that popping. Yeah, def- definitely. Definitely. Okay, peace, God. Peace, God. All right, let's go to 216-415. On the bottom line, what's going on? Peace, peace. What's up, Joey D? What's up, dog? What's going on? Peace, <laughs> God. No good. All right, that's good, bro. What's up? What's the word? Oh, man. Oh, I'm trying to get on that uh, business credit, too. Um, one thing oh, that I, I did want to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, what's up, Cap? Yeah, yeah. How are you in years, nigga? <laughs> Good to hear your I'm voice, still buddy. here, man. Yeah, man. I, you know, I, I'm in the nosebleed seats, man. I, you know, that's all right. I, that's all right. That's yeah, all right. Sometimes I'm in the yeah. best seat. You see every time. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm trying to um I ran across I pulled my uh D and B report up on my business and I okay. got a uh a judgment against me from like uh from Hilti. Um, okay. from back mm-hmm. in two thousand and ten. Hilti and Hotel? Hilti. Hilti. No, uh, two Hilti, two. Uh, oh, Hilti. Okay, I thought you said Hilti. Okay. Yeah. How much is it? How much is yeah. it? How much is it for? If you don't mind, mind saying it on the air. It, it, it's like about a thousand. Like about a thousand okay. dollars. Okay. Okay, and they report but, um, when you're done in Brass Street. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so you, you trying to figure out how to get rid of it? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how how to get rid of it. Then too, um, I got to um, schedule a consultation with you too and stuff. And you know, I've been saying this for like the last couple of weeks and stuff because uh, 
you were uh uh you pointed out a couple of things and stuff that uh needed to be done like uh doing DBAs and stuff like that too. Yeah, but, that's uh, really important. Yeah. But uh yeah, but on yeah, I'm trying yeah, to get so, rid of that. So so I'll say this. I'll say this then. What you need to do, the first thing that you need to do is you need to assess where that debt came from, obviously. You need to figure out if you had an account with them, okay, if you signed anything in writing with it. Um, then the next step I would do would be to instantly go to one of those business credit bureaus, and you need to report mm-hmm. it. You need to report it um, as it being an account that's not yours, accounts you don't know about, some of that nature. You can even uh, report as identity theft under the business if it's an account that you don't recognize. Okay. Um, now, right. normally with businesses, bro, they work with you. If it's a business account, they may sweep it right off the credit. Okay. Now, okay. the other thing is you can try to get you another Duns number if it becomes too much of a problem for you. Now, I don't think I want to go through all that. I won't get it about that. Okay. I'll just go ahead. Yeah, so yeah. Try, try to sweep it, bro. You know, just call them. It's the best thing you can do. Give them a call. Okay. Okay, yeah. Because, I mean, I'm trying to, the last resort of the stuff is to pay to give them, give them $1,000 and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, see, how, see how quickly they uh, act on that. Or, but, or check uh, it out. You're a business. You're a business. So from one business to another, you can always do an accord and satisfaction. Those are typically right. what, you know, accord and satisfaction typically was supposed to be used for businesses, business to business. So, you know, mm-hmm. you could always give them an accord and satisfaction as a business. And then if they take that shit and catch it and still keep the, the money out there on you, you turn around and sue them as a business. Gotcha. Okay. Now that's, yeah, yeah, that's how. Uh... Yeah, yeah you can good. always try that method. Make sure you document right. everything, notarize everything you do. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, to be you also mentioned uh, a while ago and stuff about um, about credit up to ten thousand dollars on houses or how you can put your house yeah, into that's, a that's, trust. That's your business credit. Yeah, that's your business credit. Mm-hmm. And you can put your house in the trust. You get credit up hmm. to more than ten thousand with business credit, though. Man, you go up to a couple hundred thousand with business credit. It's the personal credit side that keeps you at a ceiling. Business credit operates a little better. Y'all can make more moves with that. Right. So I, I know in the consultation you go more in depth and stuff on little trade indeed. secrets and stuff. Oh, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Okay. Indeed. Okay. Okay, God. Uh. uh Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and schedule that, man. Hopefully, um, you give me in sometime before, sometime this week. Yeah, I can actually. I got a couple people ahead of you. But if you just um, book on the calendar, um, I'm a, I'm trying my best to hold to all of the dates and the times. I'm, I'm okay, crazy I'm swamp, go ahead. But, um, I'm clearing up. So. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm I'm online now and stuff, man. Go ahead and uh, okay, lock it in. And uh, okay, God. Uh, I'll talk to you get soon. a chance to follow it this week. Okay, all right. Peace, my brother. Okay, Ken. Peace to the God. All right. Uh, we got a few minutes. We're going over time. Let's go to 301 828. What up? 
peace, 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 Joy. Question, question. Um, my situation with the the nationality is is not like everybody else. Like I know y'all okay. say, between you and you and Jonah, less is more. You don't want to oversaturate the situation, but I'm 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 going straight to the so-called District of Columbia. So I'm thinking like I shouldn't even play no games with these people because that's the real beast right there. So Where I was born? thinking of hitting up for my nationality instead of just sitting yeah, down there. I was born in the District of Columbia. Oh, you were born in D.C.? Oh, okay. This is why we're talking about D.C. All right. So yeah. obviously your issue is a little bit different because you was born in the district. So you're going to have to step right to Provost Marshall and all those guys. You got to step right to the president and, and all of them. <laughs> your, your issue's a little different. You can yeah, also go I already into... went through the injunction with them, so I, I know I'm I'm good with that. I mean, got yanked over like two times. Give them some identification. They come back and tell me one time the system was down. Sorry about your business. Next time it was uh, I'm gonna give you a ticket for having your phone in your hand. Go about your business. So I already know I'm good on the can't lock me up thing with that. So I, I hit the provost marshal off. I sent it to Trump. I sent it to the sheriff. I yeah, sent it to the governor. with actual court case yourself, though. Yeah, so. Now, here's, here's the other thing. Let me ask you a question. You stay in D.C., Trump? Hello? You stay in D.C. currently? No, I do not domicile there. Okay, where are you domiciled right now? Maryland. All right. So, you actually when you doing now? Let me ask you this: Have you went to the to the name correction courts in Maryland? No, I have not. Because you're supposed to go to the high court here. The high court in Maryland is the appellate. You can't get into the okay. appellate unless you got bounced from other one of the other two. Well, now, 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 hold on. Let me ask you this: Right in Maryland. You say you got to go to the high court. You don't have to go to the high court to do um, a name check, do you? No, you can get it done in circuit. No, you don't. Exactly. Now, let me tell you why I'm saying this. Public Law 414, Section 310, is very is very um, distinct about the fact that any court of record, which that is, has the power to do naturalization. You need to start there. In the, in the where you domicile in that court, right? The reason being is because you live in that county. They have a responsibility to correct the certificate if it's wrong because you domicile there. Then when they don't do it, then you gonna move it on up, right? Now the reason now, why I'm now, saying let me ask you something, Joey. I don't mean to cut you. Let me ask you something on that. Isn't it? Because I thought about this too of going that route, but. You know what I'm saying? How the courts were set up, I was kind of confused on it. But given the fact that the District of Columbia, exactly where the hospital that, you know what I'm saying, I was I was born in is technically in Montgomery County, which is Maryland. Don't they have the responsibility anyway? Because through some short shit, they still are the ones who gave the District of Columbia the option to rent my... The, the, yeah, the Montgomery County. Now, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, if you live in Montgomery County, go file your name, 
petition correction in Montgomery County. Because the thing is, is you can do it in any county that you live in. You can live in a county in Kansas somewhere, and you can still get it done. Because remember, the supremacy clause is full faith and credit, which means that, yeah, they naturalized your ass uh, in the District of Columbia, but they also have possessive enclaves called the 50 states, states of, all over the country that you mm-hmm. were naturalized into. You see what I'm saying? So if it was me, bro, yeah. and I was you, and I was born in D.C., and I lived in Maryland, right, which I had before. I've lived in uh, Columbia, Everton City, so I'm familiar with those counties. You need to go to one of those counties. You might even go to PG County. That's a black county. You, the thing about it, bro, is if you go back to D.C., it's going to be a little bit harder road for you because you got to go all the way up. You're gonna be you're gonna be stuck in paperwork for a minute, versus taking the route of least resistance and going to the one in your county first. Start small, because if you start small, they deny you small. Then you got a reason to go big. All right. That's how right. I would do it. Right. Now I'm only telling you this based off my experience and helping people get through. Oh, man, you ain't said nothing, dog. That's gold. Don't even worry about that. That's that's gold. You know what I mean? So I'm going to just go ahead with them because I was thinking they was going to kick me back and say uh, we don't have the authority given that they was the circuit, you know, and then yeah, the birth certificate that I was going to give them. Then the birth certificate I was going to give them was going to say District of Columbia. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you need yeah, – you do. You need to get your copy of that 414 Section 310. So if you do go into that circuit court and they try to kick it back like that, you can say, hold on, wait a minute, y'all got jurisdiction here to certify a copy of, of the, the public law saying that you do. Facts. Facts. Yeah, I mean, cut you off. But, yeah, that, that's what it is, bro. Say no more, mm-hmm. Joey. Appreciate you, man. Man, appreciate everything okay, God, that no you problem. do, man. Like other brothers have been saying, definitely appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, thank you, bro. Appreciate you, no doubt. All right. Thanks to the God. Peace to God. Two four oh six one nine. On the line. Peace to the God. What up? Peace to the God. Nothing much, nothing much, man. Fire show. Fire show definitely. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. No doubt. Yo, two quick questions. As far as getting insurance, could you use the EIN for that? Yeah, you can. There's a company that I got. Um, you can hit me in a private and I'll give it to you for insurance where they don't ask you for a social. Um, okay. If you use an EIN, I would probably use, of course, the estate is the closest to your social. It's under your name. Um, but, you know, everything's worth a try. You're experimenting out here, so why not try it? See if it works. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> That's what's up. Uh, Try try American Credit or excuse me, American what the fuck is it? Try uh, American Eagle Insurance or some shit like that. Try that. Um, okay. If that's not it, email me, dog, and I'll, I'll try to get you the right one because I got a homeboy that knows what it is. I don't know what it is offhand, but there's a there's an insurance company that don't ask for no social. No. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. And the only other question I had was about the uh, 
business credit as far as like if you started off with a CPN um, I've applied a couple places and I got a call back from one place that said somebody was actually they had that same number with a different name but when that I ran CPN through the number? validator it comes back yeah mm, who'd you get that CPN from I created it using the um the system I got off the website from y'all ah uh. Be careful with that, bro, because really what you're supposed to do is go in and register that number with the, with the IRS and then get an IRS number the IRS will give you, and then you turn, turn around and get you a DUNS number or turn around and use that EIN from the IRS. So if you need help yeah. getting a correct EIN, you might want to hit me, but I don't. I personally wouldn't be doing that because of the fact that you don't know that could be somebody's social. Then they could hit you for fraud. You don't want that. Right, right, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt. That's a bet, man. I definitely should to try it and uh, check that out. You said American Eagle Insurance? Yeah, I believe that's what it is. If that's, if that's not it, text me or uh, or email me, and I'll try to get you the right one. I'm I'm going off top of the head, though, God. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> well, better answer than what I had. <laughs> yeah, there, there is a company out there, because my boy uses it, and he told me about it, and I told a couple people, but it's been a, it been a minute. So, yeah, just hit me if, uh, if that's not right. No doubt. That's what's up. I yield the floor, God. Peace. Okay, God. Peace to God. All right. Let's go to uh, 610-983. Peace to God. Peace to the God, Joey. Peace to the God. Welcome to the show. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother brother from PA. Okay. I switched my number so it's a little similar, but it's not the same. Well, that's all right. Ball as well. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, um, What's I was listening to the show, man, and you, you said to pull our credit, so I did. I pulled my credit karma down, and um, okay. I seen on there where there was uh, $52 in unclaimed money from one of the companies that I disputed the credit with. Three days, three years ago, and they had taken it. They had taken it off. Well, now I look tonight, and now I see there's fifty-two dollars in unclaimed money, and they saying I can get it. But then I was thinking I should go back over the show. I thought you was talking about those issues right there. I, I was like you were saying. I'm gonna go back over the show and just um, match that up. I was. Up. Yeah, absolutely. That that fifty-two dollars ain't really shit to be honest with you. Not when you can turn around and just sue them. Where's that wow. unclaimed money coming from? What's that from? Is that is that from you niggas pulling my or, or having me in a security breach? Is that money with that? Is that what that's from? Where's this money coming from? Where'd that come from? Yeah. So yeah, uh, that did something behind the scenes and that generated that money, which should be all mine. Exactly. Should be all coming to me. Exactly. Okay. Yep, exactly. So this is why take your time. Don't just accept the first offer. Look a little deeper into it. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Joey. And then the second question no I have was um the second one I and I and I'll I let go. There's um I'm doing my injunction for um my businesses. Okay. So make sure that those are under trust. Right. So this is what I was talking about. Like so my question was how do you write the name on that? Now that that's the same as 
the regular injunction in some ways, but I'm saying you have to put your businesses in. So I have it well, to nine eight and the way I would owner. do it. Yeah, the way I would do it is 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 your trust is the beneficial owner doing business as such and such business. Oh, simple like that. Okay. All righty. All right, because yep. I was thinking about having the first lien holder of the state doing business as the business. I didn't know no. how that. No, rocked. it's the trust doing. No, it's the trust because remember you gotta you have to do a DBA for any businesses that the trust owns that would operate in the public. So it's incumbent upon you to do um, to, to do it in the, in the sense of okay, uh, my trust is here first, so my trust does its DBA. My, so your trust that makes sense. So nine eight doing business as and that's it. Gotcha. Yeah, right. Right. Well when, even when you do your DBA, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. And that just correlates transfers over when you're doing your injunction. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right, so I changed that up then. And that's that. All right. Yeah, I was wanting to make sure that I'm kind of stuck on that part, so I had to get that that answer there. All right. Say it again. Right. Yeah, I was kind of stuck on that part, so I had to get that answer real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, you're supposed to do an injunction for your trust. So if you do the injunction for your trust, you know, you you definitely just make sure you cover all entities that you're going to create. Even if you haven't started this year, just you know, you put it under there, and then and then go ahead and do your DBA eventually for it. All right. Now, can we list those other entities in the um, in the property list, or should we list them all up in the caption with the first business that we got? No, nah, I put them in the property list too. Property of the trust. Got gotcha. gotcha. you. Protect your property under the trust. Oh man! All right, yeah, that's that sums it up. Cause I'm gonna use the, uh, oh, I'm gonna, oh, oh, you know. All right, yeah, man. Thank, thank you, Joe. I'm gonna let you lead the line. Mm-hmm. I don't no wanna problem, talk bro. it up. Peace to the God. Appreciate you, man. Peace to the God. No doubt, God. Peace. All right, got a couple more. Four zero seven six six eight. You know, yo, peace to the God, Joey. Can you hear me, God? Oh, yo, what up? What up? What's up, man? I didn't even know I was in the call queue, man. I'm just actually listening to the show. I'm taking okay, notes, God. man. Joey, first of all, peace, man. Uh, I ain't hear from y'all in a minute. Peace, you know what I'm saying? Hope everything good with your life and the family. Yes, shit, it is. You Thank know? you, bro. <clears throat> word up, word up. Um, I'm just listening in. You was going over the business stuff, and I'm taking notes as I'm working because, like, when I go home tonight... I'm going to sit down and write down all the names of my EINs under my trust that I'm going to create this whole next month. For sure, man. Yeah, that's a good idea. You gave me some different good concepts, man, to to get started. Like, you've been talking about it, but we all need to, uh, like, really think about it, like, the opportunities that we got when y'all breaking it down. You just made me realize it. You know what we call that, dog? What we call that as as lawmasters? Uh, class we used to call mm-hmm. this stuff reparations because that's really what it yeah. is you gotta mm-hmm. get your own 40 acres in mm-hmm. you oh yeah you're right on that man and it's that time every brother i talk to we like frustrated at the system not that what it's doing to us is more like damn why I ain't out of this shit why I ain't going this way why you know what i mean so you bro, right on bro the, you i'm know. telling you i'm telling you 
Listen, mm-hmm. man, it, it's so frustrating, you know, when you're trying to mm-hmm. get your, your leg up, you know, and, and yeah. make some progress. And you're constantly getting beat up by mm-hmm. the system and, you know, these white folks mm-hmm. and whatever your fucking problem is. Sometimes it might not even be white folks. It might even be old people beating you up. So, you know, yeah, there's a lot of fucking obstacles. But I tell you what, we got to look at the opportunities because that business credit and even the CPNs and shit like that and trade lines, all of them is tools that we can use. To help us. Man, I'm smacking. I've seen you slap myself like five times because, yes, man, the estate getting that popping. Because, like, when I think about it, I'm just going to say it. Like, we just need to operate through EINs for regular life. Phone bill, yeah, light you bill, yeah. you know, Turn just up. regular life. Just operate through EIN. I agree. And just call it a day. I agree. And we could easily get ourselves outside of the social doing that. And you made me just resonate on that tonight. So I wanted to express that. Appreciate no that. Doubt, no doubt, you know no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I agree. I'm with listening that. in the back, Joey. You know, peace to the All God. All right, God. God, peace. Peace to the God. Yeah, peace. All right, uh, let's go to 1-1-1-1. 1-1-1-1-1-1-1. You're on the line. Hello. Alright, Niggas are sitting in the car on the mountains and shit. Why would you call the show Alright, so with that being said, I want to thank everybody, man, who took the time to get on the show tonight. Call in, holler at your boy. Uh, go do some commerce with me, man. MakeMoreCommerce.com. Check out the new tools we got for you. Check out MakeMoreCredit.com. Alright, we're working on trying to make that as efficient as possible. Alright, to help y'all when y'all. Got business needs, okay? Uh, with that being said, man, we're going to be in Memphis next month. Hope to see y'all there. Come on out. You can register at makemorecommerce.com. Tune in tomorrow uh, to uh, Mondays with Jonah Bay. I was going to call it Open for Monday. I'm sorry. Tune in to, to uh, Mondays, y'all, with Jonah Bay y'all, over on the Jonah Bay radio station. I apologize. And tune in uh, with uh, Dr. Asset. Hopefully, she'll be on in the morning. She took a couple of weeks off for a hiatus. So, hopefully, she'll be back on soon, man. But um, peace to the guys. I appreciate y'all. As always, makemorecommerce.com. If we got a consultation, I will get with you this week. Uh, there's a few more products that need to go out. We're working on getting those out. But um, other than that, I think we about caught up. So, if you need a consult, hit me. All right? All right, I'm up out of here. Peace. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.